WrestleMania is here, baby. We got to we got we we got to stay we got to stay hot for this. We got to stay hot for this. Folks, the one place that you can see the pyro, yeah, you're, you're going to be guaranteed pyro. The o, the oh, yeah. open air stadium of, of of the open airs of Arlington, Texas. Cowboy Stadium, Shoot Brothers Podcast, episode 177. Cameron Osborne, Mike the Shoot Shepherd. And Wow. Oh, oh uh, boy, this is our go-home show. This is everything that we've been building up for uh, for the year. This is the Super Bowl. This is the uh, the the gold medal game. What else can we equate it to cool. Qu- quickly on uh, the spot? Yeah. The Academy Awards, the World Cup. All of those things yeah. all rolled into one. Yeah. Uh, and we're going to bring you all the action. All of will go home. Kind of action. I guess there's still one more episode of SmackDown before. Is it a pre-tape? Do we know this? Are they going live? I mean, well, they're counting that as part of WrestleMania. It's WrestleMania SmackDown. But, so. but is I it... think it's live because they're doing the Hall of Fame right after. Okay, I was, okay, was going to ask you at some point today, whenever it came across my mind, when the hell is the Hall of Fame happening? So I guess they're going to sneak that in like an hour after SmackDown, probably uh, 10 yeah. to 11 or so something. I think it's maybe. like, yeah, like whoever goes to SmackDown, you get the Hall of Fame as a bonus. You just stick around. Like, okay. Cool. See that I'll would the Hall of Fame. that would probably be the only time I would watch the Hall of Fame would be if I was already in the building and they're like, "Hey, <laughs> do you want to watch the Hall of Fame?" I'd be like, "Yeah, sure, I'll wait for a big dong." Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know if I'd pay money like big money like a WrestleMania. Absolutely would a- not pay money, but we're getting Taker, we're getting Steiner <laughs> Brothers. I saw. And you never know, some fan could jump the rails and try to tackle a legend. That's happened before. It's so. happened before, and by <laughs> God, it will happen again. So let's get into the podcast this week. Let's kick off the week the way that we always do, which is by crowning a brand new Tweet of the Week champion. It's the Tweet of the Week. It's the Tweet of the Week. Um, brand new Tweet of the Week champion stealing from Andrade, our previous week's champion, and possibly future husband. Um, but now our Tweet of the Week is going to now five-time Tweet of the Week champion, Mike, your personal favorite, Hulk Hogan. Oh, God, no. Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> Don't dump that shit on me, no, brother. Um, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> uh, so I guess so. Hulk Hogan, you're you're our Twilu champion this week. Um, so I guess at some point he was. Uh, it looks like a, a, a charity event. I don't know. It was maybe some kind of meet and greet, and none other than the modern day Maharaja, Jinder Mahal, was also there. The two of them got a photo, and Hulk Hogan wrote, "The old school respect with the new school." Physicality. He's a bad man, brother. With the right push, he could be the new generation Hulk Hogan. He's got it all. H <laughs> H. Uh, wow. They already tried that Hulk. Huge, huge, so. huge uh, <laughs> thing to say. You know, former uh, uh, WWE champion, of course, United States uh, champion. Also, uh, Ginger Mahal. I haven't seen him in action. God. In a long time, I don't act, I, I flat out don't know when we actually saw him last, uh, kind of in the ring or whatever. But hey, high praise, high praise from the big man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if he wants it, and he looks like he's on good terms with Hulk, so you know, 
If it was Big E getting praise from Hulk, I don't think he would appreciate it. Yeah, it's almost like, <laughs> do, you know, do you want to be complimented by Hulk Hogan? It's almost like, no, don't, you don't have to say anything about me. It's okay. I don't, I'm, yeah. I'm not mad. And they're like, no, come here, brother. Come here, brother. <laughs> like, no, let's take a picture. Come on. Come on. <laughs> like, no, like, really. No, no, please. that's okay. That's okay. Don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, um, but Hulk Hogan, now five-time Tweed League champion, joining the ranks of MJF, Bray Wyatt, Chris Jericho. Of all people, wow, so uh, some, some, some big names. Some yeah. very exclusive company. We can't deny he is one of the big names. Yeah. <laughs> we no cannot deny that. the All-American <laughs> uh, with a one of the most Irish last names you could probably think of. But uh, we're we, we're we're not we're not the uh, we're we're not in the business of that. No, we're in the business of professional wrestling. So let's um, let's kick off our week. The way we've been kicking off our week, I guess, uh, kind of our in-ring action for the past few months now. Uh, let's get ourselves into some All Elite Wrestling Dynamite. AEW. All Elite. They coming for you, Vince. Better watch out. It's too sweet. That's right. And, uh, you know, CM Punk coming out right away. We haven't seen him since the pay-per-view. Even Which, he won the match. He won the match. You think he would have shown up fucking right away? But hey, I'm not gonna. T- I'm not gonna tell you what to do, Punk. Yeah, like we said, he lost a lot of blood, so maybe just needed to recoup a little bit. But uh, yeah, he's ready. He's here to fight. So we just kick right off with a match against Dax Harwood, who's rocking the AAA tag title. In case you forgot, I kind of forgot. But. <laughs> I don't think I <laughs> forgot, but I didn't. Or it's just remember. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I knew it, but I didn't. Uh, yeah, think about it ever. Uh, but anyways, Dax Harwood though. Every time uh, he he handles himself well in these singles matches here, puts on a good match and hot crowd and gets lots of moves in. But most people here are rooting for CM Punk and uh, eventually Punk fights back, locks in that Anaconda Vice and forces Dax to tap out. But this was a great match, I thought. Yeah, <clears throat> no, it 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 uh it always is. It always is. I like FTR. I think you know. I think we all felt like they were underused within WWE's structure, and uh, they've been great here um, in All Elite Wrestling ever since. Yeah, I think um, they are. You know, and they're refreshing. They're just that old school style can still be a lot of fun. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't have to all be, especially because I think we see kind of up and down a lot of parts of that AEW roster is all just destroyers and stuff on your head and on your face and <laughs> right on your neck. Yeah. It's, it's, it's refreshing to see a sharpshooter every once in a while, you know? <laughs> exactly. Uh, then we jump into an eight-man tornado tag match. Sting, Darby Allen, the Hardys taking on Private Party, Butcher, and Blade. And, uh, yeah, big moves right off the bat. We're just uh, topes, bodies flying all over the place. Not even in the ring. They're just brawling all over into the crowd, up the stairs. Uh, Butcher throws Darby just down the concrete stairs, and he just takes that bump like nothing. Uh, But, uh, yeah, then they fight their way into the concourse. Uh, who was it? They, yeah, someone. They set up the butcher and the blade on the table, I think, and then uh, we get this giant ladder. Jeff Hardy, of course, the one with the ridiculously large ladder, <laughs> sets it up <laughs> against the wall, climbs to the top, and then he gets off the ladder even higher up, just onto this little ledge sticking out of the wall. 
then the crazy bastard just leaps and hits this huge swanton bomb, crushing the butcher and the blade. Uh, just crazy spot. That was huge jump. <clears throat> that was big because the last time, I mean, and especially for us, the last time a Hardy jumped off in a concourse, it was <laughs> uh, like the complete. O- it was the opposite. Uh, it was the opposite. Yeah. Luckily, this time when they crashed, I saw like a bunch of cardboard boxes get crushed. So they had they didn't just let them land on concrete. Oh, thank God. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that takes out half the guys. They're all dead. We go back out to the the ramp or the ring and stings there helping Matt against the private party. And the two of them hit a scorpion death drop and a twist of fate. Get the win for the team. And just a fun, crazy match. There was lots more that happened. I couldn't cover it. But the big swanton bomb was the most memorable. Yeah, that yeah, that was that was the big bump of the whole thing, you know, baby faces kind of going over um in that uh Andrade and Darby Allen. Is that is that what's going down? Um I never know what's going down with Andrade. So. I never know what's happening with Andrade. Um just because he is so he's so good when he is kind of given the right opportunity. I don't want to say given ever, like, you know, all the time. Really, it's kind of like... He's no Brian Danielson. He's no he Brian just, Danielson, yeah. right? But we know, we've seen what he can do with Johnny Gargano. <laughs> we know what he can do. Uh, the big Cody Rhodes flaming table spot. Uh, we know yeah. he's capable of these things. Yeah. It's just, maybe AEW is too, like, heel heavy right now. Uh, too many heels, not enough baby faces to take him on. Maybe, yeah. Like, these baby faces are going but from feud to feud, to feud to feud to feud to uh, feud, leaving some of the bad guys kind of just, like, in the lurch. It's like, waiting for a feud to be done. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Sting and Darby just jump between anyone they want, really. Mm-hmm. They can go to any feud at any time, but not Is- these other guys. I don't know. Oh, well. But, oh, well. Let's go to Brian Danielson and John Moxley taking on the Varsity Blondes. And, yeah, crowd just loving Brian, doing the yes chance to all his kicks. And uh, we also saw Julia Hart. She was just sitting outside the ring, uh, not even watching the match. Just uh, still got the eye patch on, just kind of looking dejected. So this very slow burn. We still haven't... Yeah, very slow, like you said. I thought, uh, at least maybe we both thought that, what was it, um, House of Black. We thought maybe she would she would have kind of like converted over to that side, the dark side, but no. I mean, they were still teasing something here, the way she was just like, she was not focused. I don't know, it was weird. But uh, anyways, Moxley comes in, uh, hits a big pile driver. The blondes have a bit of a comeback, but then Brian hits the Boo Psycho knee. Moxley hits Paradigm Shift. Uh, but then they don't go for the pin. They just start to elbow and stomp away. And uh, Moxley puts in the rear naked choke to get the submission win instead. Yeah, it, 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 it was it, it was kind of the same match Domino. they had last week against uh, Chuck, Chuck Taylor and Wheeler Yuta. Yeah, pretty similar. And afterwards, Regal came down to join the boys and put them over on the mic. And... Uh, I think they reveal the name after, right? Mm-hmm. What do they call themselves? The, the Blackpool, Blackpool Combat Club. Blackpool Combat Club. Yeah, so we've got a name for the group. 
Well, we we need and, a shirt. Uh, we need he a says, t-shirt. You know. Oh, we'll definitely get a shirt. Good. And uh, you know, if you if you think you got what it takes to stand be- to stand beside us, uh, we're not giving out free passes. You got to reach down and you got to do it the hard way. But. That's fantastic. Every faction needs a name. Uh, I mean, the only thing that's next, you know, for me personally, some kind of coordinated in-ring attire between Brian Danielson and uh, John Moxley. <laughs> I know one does the tights, one does the pants, one does the boots, one does the like. I get it. I get. But we we can maybe you know maybe match up on a color. Maybe something. You know, it doesn't have to be much. Yeah. It just has to look like you've tried a little bit. That's all I ask. Just try a little bit. <laughs> I mean, Moxley. He he wears the tights when he wrestles in Japan. So he's yeah, not okay. adverse to them. So who knows? Yeah. But uh, yeah, we'll see. We got the name. That's step one. We'll, we'll work <laughs> on the color scheme. Step one. <laughs> uh, MJF comes out after. And on his way to the ring, he flicks his gum right at a fan. The audacity. Wow. But uh, he's here to talk. <laughs> here to talk about Wardlow and uh, how he didn't win the TNT title. And. Uh, then he talks about CM Punk some a little bit, how he had to cheat to win the dog collar match. Uh, and I don't know where, don't know when, but I'll get you one day for this, Punk. And, uh, but anyways, uh, back to Wardlow. The crowd starts chanting for Wardlow, and he says, Thanks to me, you and your mama have a roof above your head, and you repay me by costing me the biggest match of my career, and then ask me to release you from your contract. Uh and then what was it? At one point, the crowd was chanting Jesus? or What was the line that made MJF come out and said he'll crucify Wardlow or something like that? Uh, Judas. He said he was a devil. Oh, yeah, Judas. They Judas. Were chanting. <laughs> yeah. So he said, I'll strap Wardlow to a cross just like Jesus. How about that? And I'll kick your skunk mother out of your house. And anyways, he said enough that Wardlow comes out. Uh, a bunch of security guards trying to hold the ring down, but Wardlow just beats the shit out of them and uh, or no, they hold him back, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it, Anyways, it, it took, it took says, 10 guys. It took 10 of them. 10 to, guys to hold him back. To restrain Wardlow, which is a great visual. Uh, you can see the fury coursing through his veins uh, in those types of moments. Yeah, so we haven't quite booked the match yet, but we all know what's going there. Yeah, well, I guess we're waiting for, I mean, um, uh, sorry, um, Double or Nothing, May, that's our next thing. Yeah, if they want to wait that long, I guess a month and a half, I don't know. Okay. We'll see. Uh, but let's go to Adam Cole taking on Jay Lethal. Uh, match was good. Crowd was loving Adam Cole and, uh. But, you know, I can't really have an Adam Cole these days. Adam Cole match without the Red Dragon getting involved. So they distract Lethal. And, uh, yeah, eventually that's too much for him. Cole hits them with a low blow, gets the boom, gets the cheap win. But, uh, you know, Adam Cole, you're better than this. You don't need to be cheating every single week. He doesn't, but we've kind of gotten our little way into this little formula, right? Where uh, we're cheating to win. Yeah. I mean, no offense to Jay Lethal, but you can beat him clean. Yeah, I oh, think well. he could. But maybe, uh, you know, Jay Lethal also hasn't had uh, his best time since popping over whenever he did. So, you know, maybe you want to keep him looking good. Yeah. 
Yeah. And then afterwards, Cole calls out Hangman. So he comes out, takes off his belt, and starts whipping the three guys. But it's three on one still. So they overpower him until Jurassic Express runs out, makes the save. But then Adam Cole steals Hangman title and runs off with it. Little thief. Absconding with the world title. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> okay. So that's that. Sammy Guevara, Ty Conti come out to the ring to be interviewed by Tony Schiavone and just talk about their feud with American Top Team and they want a match against them. Dan Lambert come out to respond. Uh, is this when they told him they made some remark about having sex with the title belt? Or, yeah, I, I, I hated this. I, think that was I, ha- I hated this whole thing, by the way. Um, yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. It, it was this bit where... Yeah, so they're calling out, you know, Dan Lambert, uh, the men of the year, Ethan Page, Scorpio Sky, Page Van Zant, also like, hey, I want to get your ass kicked. Blah 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 blah. It kind of went nowhere, almost kind of serving as you know, like that little reminder that the feud exists, and then eventually setting up the verbal gag when um, Dan Lambert goes to kiss the belt because he's carrying the extra one, while Scorpio Sky has like the main one, I guess. And then the gag was like, "You wouldn't be kissing it if you knew what we did with it." <laughs> and it's like this, like double joke where. Like, and also at the same time, I couldn't tell if they were trying to do a page joke or like be separate from the page joke. I don't know. It was, it was, I don't like well, this at all. They took it a step further. Did you see the picture they put out after? I didn't see a photo. No. Ah, is there a photo of it? Did they recreate the page video? They, it was, uh, it's, yeah, it's the two of them naked with the belt like straddled over top of them. And he's like got his hand on her ass cheek. It's pretty. Uh, pretty reveal, pretty revealing, eh? Jesus like we Christ. said, for a man who got engaged uh, six months ago to a different woman. Like you were engaged yeah, like, on national television, <laughs> dude. Like, yeah. So, yeah, this whole thing—it's really. I mean, Sammy. I already didn't. Uh, Sammy the wrestler is a good guy, but I like he's never a baby. Ty Conti was a baby face. This is turning her heel. This whole yeah, thing. Yeah, because eventually there's going to be a crowd who's like. Boo! Like we just remember, we cheered for you getting engaged to someone, and now I just can't help think like, poor that woman. Like, I, what's her yeah. name? Can we can we put her? She just want to see Ty Conti's ass. Exactly. You're just like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, it's just this is just like the worst. <laughs> yeah. No, I feel like this is gonna. They could become the new Cody and Brandy of the AEW division. Very easily, right? Like, (laughs) because I guess the idea is two young, hot people market them boom. Like, I get the idea that's happening, but that was exactly, like you just said, that was the exact same thing that happened with Cody and Brandy. Young, hot, marketable. And then eventually Mm -hmm. it's like, no, we don't want that. We want wrestling. (laughs) We want (laughs) more wrestling. We don't want eye candy you know if you want eye candy fucking go watch Carmella sit on Corey Graves's lap uncomfortably <laughs> for six and a half minutes during the middle of a match like we're not I mean do- that's what we don't want them to become but that's what's yeah you know, that's, it, oh, it's so weird I hate I hate all of it I hate all of it yeah I don't like it I don't like it uh but let's go to some women's action Layla Hirsch takes on Red Velvet rematch from the previous week and uh, yeah, it's going pretty well, uh, but once again, Layla has to cheat. She goes under the ring to grab the, well, this time she grabs two turnbuckle rods. 
she puts one down the back of her trunks and holds the other in her hand. So the ref takes the one out of her hand and doesn't see the one behind her back. She nails Red Velvet, makes the pin, gets the three. So a little bit of a clever win there. But then afterwards, she beats her down some more until uh, Chris Statlander comes out, makes the save. The new, the new Chris Statlander, by the way, looking yeah. like a looking like a total badass too. Yeah, she's always been, always been one of my top dogs, and uh, yeah, hopefully this new look will get her some refreshed booking. Well, yeah, because I think for me the problem with the Statlander gimmick was that like it, it was a half-assed gimmick. It was yeah. kind of like, ooh, like I'm I- an alien. But but you're not. You never once yeah, referenced if you. But like if, it's either like lean into it or don't. Because now you just look like yeah. a kid who likes aliens. When like Luchasaurus, he's leaning in. Oh, it. he's f- uh, full <laughs> in. He's like I'm a. He's from the uh, the the year three hundred million BC. They right? even say like from the <laughs> Jurassic period, and like they they yeah. even like say this sort of shit where yeah, same kind of thing. Chris Outlander, like if you're an alien, be an alien. That's cool. I'll go. Yeah. I'll go with it. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Uh, well, yeah. So we'll see what this new this new stat. Yeah, hopefully. Looks like, hopefully. Uh, Tony Schiavone, the busiest man in wrestling, he's on the stage. Brings out Thunder Rosa for her big uh, title win interview. Uh, but then Vicky Guerrero, Vicky Guerrero comes out doing her excuse me and insults Thunder and uh, tells her to go back to Mexico. That's when Nyla Rose comes out. Attacks Thunder from behind, and uh, yeah, this was uh, kind of a bit of a, I don't know, not a very good segment, I thought. Not a good first opponent for Thunder Rosa. Why is it always Nyla Rose? Well, I think because (laughs) Nyla Rose, it's the same way, um, like, why is it always Lance Archer? Right, they're so they're so much bigger and more physically imposing than the rest of the division. You ask yourself, well, how are they going to beat them? It's 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 always uh, yeah. that kind of. It's always kind of like that. I guess so, but yeah. Oh well. Hopefully yeah. they'll just be quick. Get yeah. it over with. I get it. Uh, the main event was Chris Jericho, Daniel Garcia taking on Silver and Reynolds. Uh, yeah, it was okay. Just pretty average match here. Uh, Aubrey Edwards kicks all the extras out from ringside and Jericho gets isolated. Silver goes on a roll. Crowd gets pretty hot for the Dark Order. Uh, But then eventually Jake Hager takes out Silver and Jericho hits Reynolds from behind with a baseball bat. And then Garcia puts on a Scorpion Deathlock to get a tap out. Stealing Sting's move. Is is that an explicitly Sting maneuver? (laughs) I mean, no, plenty of people have done it. But, uh, you know, I mean, Daniel, you're, you're, you're Daniel Garcia and he's Sting. That's all. <laughs> yeah, you should, you should at least call it something else or something. Yeah, do the sharpshooter. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, that was it. That was the end of uh, Dynamite. Uh, yeah, kind of a bit of a flat main event, I thought, but the show. Was... Yeah, that uh, that Jericho Appreciation Society, the debut. And, again, uh, this, so this is now Jericho's second faction in AEW, where <laughs> the team, the, the the team that's getting the focus in the faction, are the two people who weren't like are not the actual tag team. Last it was Santana Ortiz, right? They didn't get the focus. It was always Jericho and fucking Hager or Jericho and Sammy. 
Mm-hmm. And now we're kind of <laughs> now in the in the premiere of the Jericho Appreciation Society. It's not 2.0. It's not them. Not the actual tag team guys. No, we're gonna do Jericho and fucking Garcia instead. Garcia, love him though. <laughs> He's great. I didn't mean it like that. I just meant it. <laughs> no, no, I get it. Uh, but that was your dynamite. So let's just hop on over to the other AEW wrestling show. Uh, of course, talking about Rampage. 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 Friday Night Rampage. Baby, let's, uh, what was the first match on the card here? We have Lance Archer. We just talked about what we were talking about. I'm taking on Dustin <laughs> Rhodes. The, uh, at least there's one Rhodes sticking around here. Yeah, the veteran. Crowd's crowds always into him, rooting for Dustin here. Uh, but Archer dominates a lot of the match. Uh, Dan Lambert in Archer's corner. He's kind of taken over for Jake the Snake. Yeah, still unexplained why yeah. uh, Lambert is here. I'm going to take it, yeah, probably so Jake the Snake doesn't have to travel as much. Um, still, yeah, still just unexplained randomness. I mean, where is Arn Anderson now that Cody Rhodes has been gone? Arn Anderson. Good him. point. Yeah, what's Arn Anderson's <laughs> kind of role within the organization? And Tully, I feel like we haven't seen Tully in a long time. I haven't seen Tully in a long time. I think, though, FDR, like, kind of booted him or something. Oh, yeah, they they fired him. Yeah, they kind of fired him. Yeah, Yeah. but he's still under contract. That's a good free agent. Scoop him up, somebody. Mm. Uh, Anyways, Dustin has his comeback. He hits the big bulldog and then a crossroads. But Archer kicks out of all that. And then uh, the turnbuckle pad gets removed. And Archer tries to shove Dustin into the exposed steel, but gets reversed he gets thrown in himself Dustin follows with a jackknife pin gets a three a big win there big upset win I gotta say big win for Dustin yeah yeah Archer the sore loser Uh, afterwards he slams Dustin's head right into the steel steps and that gives him the nice opportunity to blade comes up with the crimson mask you know every Rhodes it's in their blood literally they love it (laughs) they love it uh, so Archer just beats him down some more, puts him through a table. Yeah, which is great. Um, you know, Lance Archer keeps going. But yeah, I think like we said, Jake Roberts, uh, a, a, a thousand times better than Dan Lambert in this particular context. Dan Lambert has been great doing the top team stuff. But yeah. uh, no need, because now we're just turning into, uh, it's going to turn into a fucking Hardy Drade family office type bullshit, right? Where it's just like, hey, you. <coughs> You over there. Yeah. You over there. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We don't really, like, what's the connection? Lance Archer, Dan M. Lambert, we don't know. Yeah, don't exactly. Know. What's the connection? Yeah. Uh, Fuego Del Sol comes out for a rare promo and talks about the House of Black and calls them out. He wants a fight. Brave man. He uh, said uh, a stupid fucking line out there. He said, "Like, hey, uh, um, all you dorks in the uh, House of Black." He said, "Like one, <laughs> yeah." Or he said, "Like a stupid thing, at, like 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 a six year old would say." Yeah. Uh, it was something like dorks. I don't know. It was Nerds, so bad. Dorks. Yeah, something something that bad. Yeah. Something that the Good Brothers would say. 
<laughs> the guys that we hate. Oh, I, I, I don't think about them, so I don't even yeah, know. Gone. <laughs> uh, but anyways, he called them out, so the lights shut out, and uh, I love the visual because then the spotlights, one by one, they each turned on each House of Black member. Like the, it was like a rock show the way they lined them up there. Very cool visual. Mm-hmm. Well, they're but, they're uh, cool guys. <laughs> they are cool guys, and uh, they just beat the shit out of Fuego. And on their way out, the Dark Order come out and stare them down. So we could have some uh, gang warfare here. Yeah, between the two uh, dark, but you know, uh, compared to House Black of, versus Dark. I was right? gonna say compared to House of Black, <laughs> I feel like the Dark Order need a new name. They need some direction. They, they need, really, yeah, uh, exactly. They need a direction. Um, to, to to at least back up the name. Ever since, yeah, yeah, and ever since Hangman stopped hanging out with them, they've really just kind of fallen to the wayside a little bit. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Which, I, I think yeah. I think Preston Vance gets some uh, gets the most time there down there on Dark. Mm-hmm. But other than that, yeah, we need more of it. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, backstage, Scorpio Sky says, "No more open challenges. From now on, you got to earn." TNT title shots, so kind of shutting the door a little bit. <laughs> shutting the door. <laughs> Love seeing it. Love seeing it, Scorpio. Yeah. Uh, and then we get the announcement, uh, the Owen Hart tournament. Uh, they're going to have men's and women's, but uh, you're also going to have to qualify some people just to even get in this prestigious tournament. So uh, they announced that for next week's Dynamite, the bunny is going to face a new signee. So someone coming to ah okay yeah so you know could it be Mia Yim uh, Amber Moon who else is a free agent I'm trying to think of those other like yeah, um um uh, <laughs> uh, uh Tegan Knox Tegan Knox yeah any of those couple of women uh, or any other uh, either way something to look forward to yeah okay I, I think well they had mentioned that tournament starting a little while ago. Yeah, like they've kind of announced ago. it, and uh, we still don't really know. Yeah, I think it's going to be a big thing. Like, there's going to be crossover, like New Japan people and people not signed AEW participating in it. So Hopefully, I mean, why the he- why deal. the hell not? Yeah. Then we got Red Dragon taking on Preston Vance and Number Ten in a yeah decent match, evenly fought crowd. I mean, we said Dark Order. The crowd's still behind them. Still want to cheer them. We want things to go well for them. But uh, Red Dragon, fight dirty, as they love to do. They grab Ten's mask, spin it around on his head so he can't see out of it, and uh, hit him with the high-low, followed by chasing the dragon to get the win. The high low chasing the dragon. I do like the name of that. That that, that wasn't called anything (laughs) in NXT, correct? No, uh, I don't even know if they did that exact move. Yeah, I definitely that. don't recall anybody ever uh, anybody ever saying that. Yeah, but um, they probably at- wouldn't like that. Like that's a drug reference. <laughs> but after the match, of course, uh, Red Dragon go for the beat down, or I think they yeah they go for the continued attack on Allen Angels. Eventually, Jungle Boy Luchasaurus come out make the save, and then uh, Adam Cole kind of sneaks around. Stealing the t- uh, and stealing the title belts, uh, the tag team championships from them. <laughs> so once again, Mike. Yeah. Once again, so, we gotta uh, say. Once again, we gotta say the undisputed era. They got all the gold, baby. They got all the gold. 
Yeah, I saw something. I forget what she said. Britt Baker tweeted something out about how they had all the belts. So I think, yeah, something. I don't know. I can't remember the words. She said something funny. Uh, but anyways, uh, after that, Nyla Rose takes on Maddie Renkowski. We've, yeah, we've seen her before. We've seen her before, uh, but not long enough to remember anything, really. Uh, and once again, just a quick squash. Beast Bomb, Nyla Rose gets the win. Because, you know, she's going to have a title match. They want to heat her up a bit. Yeah. Ex- well, yeah, yeah, because, I mean, <laughs> uh, exa- exactly, exactly. Yeah. Uh, then we get QT Marshall in the ring to present a certificate of accomplishment to Hook. So Hook comes out, crowds all chanting his name, but he doesn't say a word. As QT goes to give him the award, confetti falls down. Uh, but Hook is not amused. He just grabs Aaron Solo, who was also there, and smashes his head right through the glass certificate. I think after that, uh, Danhausen comes out and tries to put a little spell, tries to curse Hook, but to no avail. He no-sells it. Just walks right past. <laughs> no-sell. I'm really worried that Hook has a bad voice, and that's why we don't hear him. <laughs> like, he has, like, a high-pitched or whiny or something. That uh, You know, I'm scared. Because when, when, when a superstar doesn't talk, when it when doesn't do their own promos for a long period of time, you wonder. And even, hey, <laughs> even Brock Lesnar to this day has shades of, like, let's get Like, <laughs> Oh, yeah. He squeals sometimes when he gets... He, he squeals, just <laughs> nobody's going to tell him <laughs> oh, yeah. that he sounds bad. Everyone's too scared. Uh, yeah, so that was, I wonder if he's got the Brooklyn accent, like his dad, Taz. I No, I've often thought that Taz puts <laughs> it on. <laughs> I think Taz puts it on. Uh, per- personally, maybe a bit. But... Personally, I think he plays it up, personally. <laughs> maybe a bit for the show. Yeah, exa- uh, exactly. I don't know. Uh, let's go to this main event. Ricky Stocks taking on Swerve Strickland FTW title match. Uh, Ricky Starks hometown, so we got a decent reception here. But so did Swerve. You know they're doing the Who's House, Swerve's house. Uh, match was pretty good. Nice competitive back and forth. Uh, Swerve turns it up though. He hits some big pump kicks, a nice shooting star press off the apron onto Ricky. Uh, and then back in the ring, he goes for a double foot stomp, but uh, he misses entirely, but they sell it like he hit it. I guess, uh, yeah, just not quite. Maybe a bad camera angle there, but it uh, doesn't matter. Swerves in control, and that's when Powerhouse Hobbs shows up, attacks him behind the ref's back, throws him back into Starks, who hits the Rochambeau to get the cheap win, retains his title. And once again, just too much interference. Uh a little too much interference right now for me. Yeah. In AEW. Too many heels. <laughs> not enough baby faces to actually be beating That's pretty them. Much it, yeah. it's, it's like it feels like we're in this uh <laughs> it feels like we're in this problem, right? Where uh, maybe uh maybe the WWE model is starting to come out, right? Because when you have you know, I don't want to say AEW has too many people. They have too many of the top talent. Right? Where it would yeah. be like And for it, them when Mhm. Like yeah, they they actually keep track of wins and losses. So sometimes they do have to do fifty fifty booking. They're like, well, we got to win a loss. We got to make up for the win. Give them a loss, and they don't like doing DQs, so they just go with the interference. 
Yeah, I guess, I guess, I, well, I guess, yeah, you're choosing, what do you want, DQs or interference? You can't, you gotta have, you gotta take one. Yeah, not every match can have a nice, conclusive, clean ending, but that's the way it goes. Um, yeah, just a little unfortunate to have Swerve lose in, like, his second match, I guess. But, oh, well, it's only the FTW title. Yeah, <laughs> I, guess, I guess it, I guess it really doesn't mean much. And then I much. think afterwards they... Yeah. Afterwards, they beat him up some more, and Keith Lee comes out to help. So that could be that could be an alliance, Keith Lee and Swerve, maybe. Yeah, Keith Lee Swerve taking on oh, Starks well, and Hobbs. It has a uh, has a you know the the bodies fit, the pieces fit. <laughs> yeah. So that's that. That's all your AEW action for the week. All the AEW action for the week, so let's get into the big stuff, baby, because the show of shows is coming up this uh, this Sunday, so it's about, it's about time we start talking about some WWE action. And Saturday. And Saturday, I forgot. I'll be up at 4 a.m. <laughs> to watch the opening bell of Stand and Deliver, but before we even get into that, <laughs> let's, uh, let's bring you this week's edition of SmackDown Live. Okay, folks, it's Friday night. It's time for SmackDown Live. It uh, used to be on Tuesday, but then... Uh, I think it was on Friday before, though. No, no, wait. They used to film it on a Thursday and then release it. It's just SmackDown Live. That's right. We go backstage. Uh, Brock Lesnar getting interviewed. He's been fined for his forklift attack the previous week, and uh, he's been ordered not to touch Roman unless provoked. So uh, he says, okay, I'm going to go into Roman Reigns' locker room and just wait for him and get provoked. So... Throughout the night, we just kind of we kind of we we keep cutting back to uh, to Brock yeah. Lesnar in the fucking just trash in the room, eating food, drinking champagne. Yeah, okay. Uh, it's probably not to you know. I don't know if you should supply the rest of us with booze before. Yeah, that matches. that's on you, Vince. <laughs> that one's on you. Yeah. But uh, anyways, the first match: Nakamura taking on Jimmy Uso. Just another WrestleMania tune-up. Both partners on the outside and. Uh, they end up fighting, distracting Jimmy. Nakamura hits the Kinsasha, gets the win. Yeah, because uh, these teams will be square. These teams are squaring off uh, on Saturday, I believe, on WrestleMania Saturday. Yeah, uh, just like these next two teams, Ridge Holland taking on Kofi Kingston. Uh, well, at first we didn't know Kofi was going to have a team because he says, "Guess what." You're not fighting me tonight. You're fighting the returning King Woods. So nice to have him back at least. Yeah, and, did, uh, didn't see that coming. Yeah, Ridge Holland knocks him down. Xavier catches him with an inside cradle just like that. One, two, three. He's got to win. Hey, Woods is back. That's cool. Yeah, it's cool. So uh, they booked a WrestleMania match after, I think, Sheamus and Ridge versus... Xavier and Kofi, so hey, they're on the card. Get that WrestleMania payday. And also Butch. Don't forget Butch. Butch will be in the corner. His little paper boy chimichurri <laughs> outfit. Uh, <laughs> uh, Roman Reigns, Paul Heyman cut a promo live from their car saying Brock Lesnar better not be in that dressing room when they get here. So we'll find out. Uh, Ronda Rousey comes out though cuts a promo on Charlotte says I'm going to make Charlotte hand me the belt after I beat her and get your Barbie ass out here and uh, 
Charlotte shows up on the screen to respond, and uh, they just kind of bicker back and forth. And nothing really too much said. Not really very good promo for either of them. Yeah, well, I think right now we've been at this point where I feel like all of our main event feuds have been booked for a long time now. Roman, uh, yeah. Brock has been booked since Saudi, uh, Charlotte, Ronda has been booked since um, the Rumble, and you could even say that Becky Bianca has been booked since SummerSlam. You could see one one yep, could definitely. say, uh, so yeah, I would say, <laughs> and damn well you did. So yeah, finding the best way to kind of you know navigate these waters, I think it's been tough for these three, the three biggest feuds on the card here. Yeah, yeah, but this one especially, I mean, Rhonda, we all know she's not the best promo, but yeah. Uh, yeah, the fans still respond to her every time she comes out. So she still got that dumb smile. Still got good. that dumb smile on her face. I know that. <laughs> Those are Vince's orders, from what I've heard. <laughs> okay. He said, "You need to smile more. Smile, people. Yeah, the world doesn't like you if you don't smile." <laughs> it's very, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ricochet comes out, and does he have a new song? I think he does. May have happened a couple weeks ago, but okay. I didn't. I didn't notice the. Pew, 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 pew. I didn't. I know. I, I, I didn't notice the new song, but uh, I, I know I should go back and make make the listen. Yeah, because I mean, <laughs> certainly he's not a superhero anymore. We know that. No, he's just a guy who can do super things, uh, and he's your Intercontinental Champion, mm-hmm. taking on Angel here in a championship contenders match. But uh, didn't get much of a match at all. Umberto distracts Ricochet. Angel rolls him up, gets a three. He's earned himself a title shot. Uh, but Ricochet's not happy. He says, all right, you want to get involved, Umberto? Then you can fight me, too. So we jump right into that. Uh, we actually got a match, though, a bit more. Some nice high-flying moves. and uh, They fight to the floor, but now Angel is interfering. And uh, he ends up getting knocked down, crawls under the ring, and holds onto Ricochet's leg so he can't move. The ref counts to 10. So Ricochet loses once again, back-to-back. Uh, and because of that, they announced he's going to defend his title in a triple threat match next Friday on SmackDown. Woof. Which is yeah, good because I thought, to... so we thought the original graphic, I, yeah, we you and I were talking about it briefly. Uh, Ricochet was supposed to be the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, but I guess, um, not. I guess not anymore. I thought... I thought that was uh, the U.S. title that was on the graphic. Oh, that was Finn. Sorry, my bad. My bad. Yep, you're right. You're yeah. right. But I don't know. We'll see. The He could do double duty. You never know. Oh, yeah. Uh, then after Austin Theory runs out once again, just a <laughs> Theory runs out to smack Pat McAfee's headset off of his head. Uh, Pat chases him to the back. Theory runs and hides in Mr. McMahon's office. So, uh, yeah, just more for that feud. Yeah, more for whatever's happening. And uh, we haven't mentioned it yet, but this is when they uh, announced it on the show, the whole Triple H retirement thing. And uh, I don't know how much you did you see the the interview he did with Stephen A. Smith? Uh, clips. I, I, I saw I saw enough to yeah. understand what was happening. <laughs> yeah, it was only 15 minutes. I watched the full version. Pretty good. And yeah, very real stuff. I mean, we all knew last summer that something happened pretty serious with his heart and 
Uh, he hasn't been on NXT since, and uh, he revealed that pretty much, yeah, he could have died. His heart was failing, and he will never wrestle again. Got a defibrillator put in his chest, so some very serious stuff here. But, uh, yeah, we don't know. We don't even know when he'll resume NXT duties. Well, if- glad, glad, to, glad to hear that at least he's doing well for right now. And uh, you know that that's all that's all you can really hope for, right? Yeah, from what I've heard, he might like he's he won't even be able to lift weights really anymore. So who knows what he's going to look like in wow the coming years? Well, appearance. Let's hope for the best. Too bad, but hey, yeah. At the end of the day, you're alive. Your three daughters have their father and all that. So let's move on because uh, I mean, your daughters could be. Facing some of these next women sometime in the future. We got WrestleMania preview. Ripley, Sasha, Zelina, Shayna. Fatal four-way. But Shayna and Zelina don't want to fight. They just bounce and let Rhea and Sasha do most of the work. But uh, everyone's got their tag partners on the outside. So eventually it's just chaos. Everyone's getting involved. Uh, Eventually we settle things down. And Zelina and Sasha uh, comes down to those two. Sasha Banks gets her in the bank statement. Taps her out. Just like that, baby. Just like that. Right? Just like that. Uh, And then they do announce, uh, formerly the Andre the Giant, Battle Royal for next Friday, SmackDown. So just like last year. And like we said, we uh, we talked about the graphic. Finn Balor, United States Champion, and Damian Priest are both in this field of jobbers. So so is it going to come down to the two of them, I take it? Uh... (laughs) Maybe. <laughs> I mean, they're the biggest names in there. I mean, unless, like, what, Mad Cat Moss is going to win? I don't know. Yeah, unless he Omos unless he comes out of so. nowhere. Yeah. Commander Aziz. Shaquille O'Neal comes back for another one. Shaq. Never know. <laughs> who knows? Uh, who really cares, too? Yeah, not, not I, sir. Uh, not I. But not. Final segment, Roman Reigns, Paul Heyman come out. Reigns says, Brock, if you don't get out of my locker room, I'm going to come back there and put your head through the wall. But then the screen shows that the dressing room's now empty. But we then cut to the parking garage where Brock is now smashing Reigns' new car with a pickaxe. So don't don't leave your car around this guy. Don't leave uh, your car around anywhere. We've we know yeah, pretty much. Don't bring don't drive to a yeah, WWE show. Uber to work if you work yeah. for WWE. Take an Uber <laughs> from the hotel. Don't rent a car. That's a whole thing. Oh no, never. Uh, <laughs> so after he's done smashing the car, he charges out to the ring. Security tries to stop him, but he's no Wardlow. He beats them all down with a chair, and uh, but then Rain sneaks off though. So that's how you end it. That's how we end. That's how we end our episode of SmackDown. Yeah, like we said, one more. Um, one more. It's gonna be live yeah, too. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna be live. They're counting it. They call it WrestleMania SmackDown, and so there you go. You'll get a battle royal. You'll get an Intercontinental title match, and whatever else. Whatever else, Mike. Let's take a break. We're gonna take a break. Come back, of course. Whoa, the WrestleMania Raw. Whatever the hell that means. Of course, we got 2.0. We'll, we'll run down our stand to deliver, and of course, our WrestleMania 38 cards. So you're going to want to stick around. Oh, yeah. We got a big second half. Woo! 
folks thanks for sticking it out through the break here uh we don't even have any time to bullshit you before we get into the rest of our wrestling week uh because mania is coming up i've said it 14 times so far today mm-hmm. and uh i'm gonna say it one more time let's get into our this week's edition i guess it is a special edition uh because it's the raw before mania so let's bring you some wrestlemania monday night raw let's get raw <laughs> Baby, uh, kicking off with WWE champ Brock Lesnar coming out. One more promo on Roman Reigns. Uh, but this crowd was rowdy all night doing the what chant. Uh, but, you know, I thought Brock handled this one pretty well. He kind of, he's like, all right, we can play along. You can play along if you want. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of, yeah, yeah. You don't do it to the baby face, though, right? Is That's the weird part, right? Yeah, I mean, after a little while, he got tired. He's like, all right, Steve Austin was an ass kicker like me, but he never kicked my ass. And I guess that was his way of trying to shut it down. And, uh, yeah, he just promises to win the big match on Sunday. So, Yeah, that's going to be our main event, of course. Uh, he, he did say uh, he had a funny line in there or something. He's like, I'm going to marry the two belts. And... <laughs> Yeah, ah, crap. Doing the, it was, the whole watch thing. It's like, we're going to go down to the carnival. What? We're going to the Ferris wheel. What? <laughs> we're going to crash a wedding. What? We're going to get... Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was funny. It must be, it must be hard. Yeah. It must be hard to do a promo in an amongst what chance. <laughs> I mean, that's the original thing was that it was, it was like an encouragement when Stone Cold would go on a rant and mm-hmm. get people to just start listing things and... Until he couldn't remember, yeah, yeah. Anyways, good. Uh, um, I, it should it should be of note though that Michael Cole made a stopover here on Monday Night Raw, and uh, are we wait? Yeah, just Michael Cole, I guess. And uh, I'll be honest, I'm gonna count it. I think it counts. What are you doing over well, here, Michael Cole? <laughs> I'm gonna say if you're count, you better get your pen out because this whole night. Oh uh, baby, oh baby, yeah. The uh, <laughs> the record books. Ever expanding, <laughs> I should say. Yeah, I mean, this is the night the draft died. I think, <laughs> the, uh, the brand split. or at least I don't know. <laughs> or is it? I mean, this is WrestleMania weekend. It's like All Star weekend. Everyone's here. Everyone's having a good time. Who knows? I don't know. But you're but... allowed to do whatever you want in your notes. You may. <laughs> exactly. Anyways, the Miz comes out. Uh, he's making fun of Ray, bragging about stealing his mask last week, and uh, introduces his partner Lucha Logan, who comes out just wearing Ray Mysterio's mask that they stole. Yeah, yeah, pretty normal, pretty normal shit, I guess for uh, for them. I think it eventually leads to a match, right? Miz taking on Ray Mysterio. Yeah, which I mean, they're doing too many of these. WrestleMania preview, like, why are you giving away half the stuff you're going to see on the card? Even though it's a tag match, but, you know, a lot of these moves are going to be repeated, so. Yeah, which is weird, because leading up, I feel like leading up to any other pay-per-view, Vince won't even let the people get two feet from each other. 
uh, yeah. leading up to like some bullshit kind of fucking extreme rules or whatever. Like, imagine if Roman and the Usos took on Lesnar and like. Like, the at, like Boogs and Nakamura. Yeah, every, every single week. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, the match goes on. Ray reverses a pin, gets the three, and steals his mask back from Logan. Even though he's got a million of them, but he wants that. Oh, I'm sure he's got a million, of course. Ray Dom <laughs> hitting that double 619. Yeah, they 619. They got it in splash, the bag. Whatever they do. Yeah, they got it in the bag now. Yeah. Uh, now commentary, they mentioned something about like Dominic is not allowed to wear a mask yet. Ray says he has to earn it, so maybe this is, I don't know, huh. something leading. Is, to Is that Dominic a lucha? Maybe Dominic steals his father's mask. So. Ooh, match. He's like, you won't give me my mask. I'll take it, Dad. Mask on a pole. Mask on a pole. Why not? Okay, okay. Uh, but then we see some footage from earlier in the day. Seth Rollins was called to WWE headquarters for a one-on-one meeting with uh, the big man, Vince McMahon himself. So uh, Seth kind of he gets there very early, like at 7 in the morning for a 9 a.m. meeting and uh, eventually goes in and Vince says, Seth, you know, if you wanted to be at WrestleMania, why didn't you just ask me instead of jumping through all these hoops? Uh, so Seth's like, what? That's that's it? And, that's all I yeah. have to do? <laughs> So Vince says, yes, Seth freaking Rollins is going to WrestleMania. He even said he's having a main event match. But we all know that doesn't mean it's uh, literally a main event. But uh, (laughs) yeah, no opponent is revealed. The crowd's chanting Cody. And Vince says, you'll know who uh, you're fighting when you get in the ring that night. But the table is certainly set for the American Nightmare. I mean, I can't think of anybody else... Like, anyone else, then it would be a disappointment, right? Yeah. I mean, at this point, I think people who even don't know Cody, they'll jump on the bandwagon like, oh, Cody, yeah, Cody, Cody. They'll they'll buy into the hype. Yeah, it's going to be, but, uh, yeah, yeah, who knows, point, who knows. <laughs> uh, after that, we got Omos taking on the Viking Raiders, two-on-one. Uh, kind of weird match. I mean, Omos hits a big clothesline on Eric. And then he just goes down, rolls out of the ring, and gets counted out. So I don't think he was actually hurt. It was just a weird ending. Yeah, yeah. It was, I, I, it was probably an ending they wrote, probably. Yeah. But it's like, why not just pin him? Like, are you protecting the Viking Raiders against Omos? I don't know. Huh. Uh, doesn't matter. Afterwards, Omos gets interviewed in the ring and says, I've dominated everybody. Nobody can beat me. I'm undefeated. And that's when Bobby Lashley makes his return and... Uh, he got his baby face pyro. So, uh, yeah, the big pyro crowd cheating, treating him like a face, chanting Bobby. So him and Omos get in the ring, go at each other. And uh, for the first time in his career, Omos gets knocked off his feet. Bobby knocked him down for a brief moment. He rolls out of the ring quickly. But the crowd popped for that. And uh, commentary made a big deal about it. First time he's left his feet. Well, yeah, you're witnessing history right there. Mm-hmm. So, uh, WrestleMania, Lashley points at the sign. That match is booked. And there you go. So, we'll I mean, surprising to us, right? We thought it would be uh, an Andre the Giant thing, but. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's for the better for Omos, at least. More exposure, as long as the match is okay. But, yeah, we'll, we'll see. 
Uh, we go backstage where Reggie's hanging out with Dana. And then just out of nowhere, he's down on one knee proposing to her. And she accepts it. So, uh, damn. Going fast here. And then uh, Tamina tries to attack her for the 24-7 title. But uh, they escape. And that's when Tazawa shows up. And then he proposes to Tamina. And she accepts it. So, love is in the air. We could have a double wedding at WrestleMania, maybe. Yeah, I had no clue what was going on this. Uh, <laughs> the majority of this segment, I don't think. Yeah, I, I double a double matter. proposal. I guess that <laughs> was the, the takeaway. Yeah, I mean, there could be a quick wedding at WrestleMania. Who knows? Okay, <laughs> just no a, really... just a quick one. Yeah, like a Vegas wedding, a drive-through wedding, right? That kind of thing. Okay, okay. <laughs> Uh, the bloodline come out crowds booing them they're giving them the what treatment as Roman Reigns is cutting his promo on Brock they're just whatting everything he says and he, he says if you keep whatting me I'm going to smash Steve Austin but the crowd continues anyways and he continues just with his promo uh, but that's twice on the show both Roman and Lesnar kind of making references to Steve Austin could be nothing. Could be just because of the what chance. Or well, don't we know he's gonna? This he's Steve Austin return be leading to what a, a world what a uh, world a world title a run a world a title run. <laughs> not a world. Uh, I'm not saying a world title run, but like a couple matches, like a match with Brock, a match with Reigns. Okay. I don't know. Could be nothing at all. <laughs> <laughs> or, or it's nothing at uh, all. But anyways. Yeah, that's wrestling, you know? I mean, remember we all thought Cody was leading to this big heel turn? Then it turns out it was nothing at all. Yeah, never happened. Uh, <laughs> and then they announce our final, final inductees for this year's Hall of Fame, the Steiner Brothers. So Braun Breaker's uncle and daddy gets to go in. That's great. And, uh, I mean, Scott Steiner, he was kind of... Scott Steiner was kind of blacklisted for a couple of years in WWE. He's had some very crazy things. and Yeah, pictures of him at the Hall of Fame saying, do not let this man in the building and stuff. Now he's being inducted into that Hall of Fame. Yeah, wasn't he super vocal about, um, you know, WWE sucking and shit like that? <laughs> yeah, I know he really didn't like Triple H, so he might have said some probably personal things about him. Oh, okay. But uh, I'm sure, you know, wrestling, it's always water on the bridge. Everybody always comes back one day or another. Yeah, of course. Of course, uh, never say never. But anyways. Never say never. Sasha, Naomi, Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan, up next, taking on Shayna Baszler, Natalia, Zelina, Carmella. Four on four. Match was fine. Crowd was hot for all the baby faces. The heels can't get along. Uh, Zelina gets left alone and quadruple teamed, ending with Rhea hitting the Riptide. Gets the pin for the good guys. Yeah, this is the classic like non-logical thing where like there's no world where these women would all te- like where any of them would team up with the other one. Because they will be eventually taking on the other one on Sunday. And and just like you had pointed out earlier, like, why are we giving this all away? This is pretty much the exact match we will be getting on Sunday. Yeah, very much so. So, I mean, 
Yeah, I don't know why they had to do it at all. But okay. Oh well. Uh, Kevin Owens comes out for one last promo on Stone Cold Steve Austin, and yeah, just more insults. Says he's been drinking himself into oblivion for 19 years, and my stunner is better than yours. We'll find out. Like we said, they still are not calling this any sort of match, but um, from what I've gathered, it's being booked as the night one main event is this segment. So, <laughs> night one, I don't this I this won't be the main event. No, that's what I think. It's oh. closing the show. Okay, okay, that's what. Uh, yeah, maybe that can be a prop bet. What will close the show? Good thinking. Good thinking. <laughs> we, we know it's closing night two. Night two. There's yeah, no question. Uh, but anyways, let's go back to the ring. Ricochet takes on Austin Theory, but didn't get very much time at all. Ricochet hits a couple moves and just out of nowhere, Austin Theory hits the ATL, gets the win. So Ricochet just losing, losing, losing. Three matches in a row since winning that title. Jesus What's the point? Christ. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll take one for Ricochet there, brand to brand. <laughs> wasn't worth it at all. It wasn't. Natalia, Carmella, Nart, Natalia, Shayna, Carmella. I guess, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, I didn't directly call you guys out right before there, but I think I can right now. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone, uh, keep your pen out because we're not done. Uh-huh. Uh, Bianca Belair comes out. For <laughs> Bianca comes out for one last promo on Becky. Uh, and you know what? Belair. Probably one of the only people this this night that did not get the what treatment. Not a single what was given during her promo. So <laughs> not a single what. Deserved. I I, I, I like didn't catch that. that. I didn't catch that she wasn't didn't get it. Yeah, you know it's an interesting storyline, and because like we said, since SummerSlam, it's been going on. Becky's been dodging her. She broke her throat two weeks ago, and uh, but I've seen all your tricks. So come Saturday, I'm taking that title. And that's when Becky Lynch's music hits. Uh, she tries to sneak in from behind. They tussle a little bit, but then she hits Bianca with a chair, knocks her down, and then pulls out a giant pair of scissors. She grabs Bianca's big braid. She's ready to cut that thing off. And I was gasping, but I'm like, no, they, no way they're going to just do that. <laughs> uh, and thankfully, Bianca uh, reverses her way out, picks up Becky, hits the KOD, Almost landing her on the scissors. A little dangerous there. Uh, but then she picks her back up, hits a second KOD, and then Bianca grabs the scissors, grabs a hold of Becky, and she doesn't hold back. She just starts cutting out big chunks of that beautiful orange hair. This was uh, this was real. So officials storm the ring. They get Bianca off her. You know, she didn't get her bald or anything, but she got a good chunks. She good chunks there. Yeah, it was at the point where like you're gonna need uh, a professional. To redo the haircut. Yeah, like nothing, yeah, stylist can easily make that look cool. And uh, I've already seen the new look, looks good. But uh, yeah, I thought this was a nice, you know, it added something on the go home show. It was probably the most significant promo, I thought. You know, when those scissors came out, held to Bianca's braid, I got scared. <laughs> you were terrified for her life. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I mean, obviously it's too soon. You don't need to add the hair versus hair stip or anything to WrestleMania, but 
you could always have Bianca win, and then if Becky wants a rematch, she can put the rest of her hair on the line. Put the rest of it on the line. Why not? Yeah, but I liked it. I love this segment. That was great. Added some heat to the match. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Then we got... A triple crossover here. Drew McIntyre taking on Happy Corbin and Mad Cat Moss. No reason at all why this had to take place. Absolutely no reason. No reason why it even had to take place at all. (laughs) (laughs) Because, I mean, Drew McIntyre's facing Corbin on his own on pay-per-view. So if he can beat two of them tonight, like, what's the point to the WrestleMania? And also, we know that Mad Cap's going to be in Corbin's corner Uh, anyways, probably leading to shenanigans. Yeah. So, uh, but on this night, Corbin decides he doesn't want to fight. He just abandons Madcap, lets him eat the Claymore and get pinned. Uh, but then right after they jump in, attack him, steal his little Angela and run off. Yeah, this was so pointless. Yeah. <laughs> what a waste what of a, a wa- brand to brand. What a waste of a brand to brand. Yeah. Uh, Edge cut one final promo on AJ from his dark room and had one of those courtroom scales painted black. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Didn't really do anything. This was one of the ones where I know the match will be good, but the promos don't really add much to it. Well, it feels like it's the only match on this whole fucking card where the two of them are beating the shit out of each other every single week. <laughs> yeah, and maybe that's uh, maybe that's I mean, why Edge really doesn't even wrestle that much. So yeah, maybe that's why it feels flat because this is being built like we've seen every single feud built for the past fucking five years, and we're like, this feels bad just because they're not beating the shit out of each other every single week. Uh, maybe <laughs> and maybe they should be. I don't know. I mean, no, uh, <laughs> not everybody. Okay. Uh, main event. We got RK Bro taking on the Usos with uh, Rick Boogs and Nakamura watching our, watching our ringside. I mean, match was pretty good for at first. You had your two tag champs going at it. Crowd loving RK Bro. And uh, Orton looks primed to hit the RKO when the Street Profits show up. Attack him, causing the DQ. So uh, Street Profits have been acting like heels lately. What's their deal? Well, what else are they going to do? They can't. They don't get no respect. I mean, they've been champions. The uh, crowd likes the smoke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I guess Riddle likes the smoke even more, and he's the new hot thing. So maybe that's why they're jealous. Maybe. Uh, but yeah, afterwards, there's just a big brawl with all the tag teams. Yeah, uh, big brawl. Yeah, eventually, Riddle and Randy dish out a bunch of RKOs, send the crowd home happy. Yeah, of course, they'll be putting their titles on the line. Triple threat. So that was the Monday Night Raw go home. We went home with half the fucking SmackDown roster alongside. Uh, so it's nice that the whole family can be together. Uh, so let's invite over the the fun uncle then, shall we? Let's kick ourselves over to some NXT 2.0. NXT, what does it mean? I don't know, but it's some good wrestling. So NXT, watch and see. Gotta tap out a count out of one, two, three. So that's right, another go home show. Uh, starting off with a uh, six man tag match. Imperium take on LA Knight, MSK, 
crowds just chance we want Gunther, and they pop big as soon as he gets tagged in. And then right when he got tagged out, they started chanting again for Gunther, which was nice. They want him. You know, he deserves it. Yeah. Uh, and you know, they're chanting Gunther too. They're showing respect to the new name, so hey, that's something, I guess. That's something, of course. The real, the real test will be this Saturday when the actual live crowd gets in there. Yeah, the big WrestleMania, or uh, not quite WrestleMania size, but <laughs> yeah, bigger live crowd. Uh, but anyways, the match itself is pretty good. Everyone's getting their moves in. Uh, Nash Carter doing some high flying, big suicide dives, nearly land on his head. Uh, eventually, he gets isolated. Imperium takeover hit the big. Uh, assisted clothesline to get the win. Yeah, that head spot was uh, pretty close. Yeah, pretty uh, overshot it a little bit. Overshot it a bit. Appeared to, <laughs> appeared to be okay. Uh, we cut backstage. Dakota Kai is looking around for her pal Wendy, uh, Wendy Chu, but she just finds her her belongings, her pillow, pajamas, slippers. Everything's just been all torn up. What's happened to Wendy? Mei Ying? Is, is it Mei Ying? We'll find out. <laughs> I don't know. Split personality? I don't know. Uh, but let's go to some women's action. We got Ivy Nile taking on Tiffany Stratton. And this crowd was really into Ivy. They were just chanting, Ivy's going to kill you, and chanting her name. and Yeah, they really liked her. I, hey, it's nice to see. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Stratton looked pretty good as well. Hits uh, you know some nice standing moon salts and a couple good moves. Still green, the two of them. But uh, in the middle of the match, smoke just starts pouring down the entrance way. Uh, it's mighty Morphin Saray. She distracts Stratton, which allows Nile to put in her little backwards arm headlock thing and uh, get the submission win. Uh, yeah, it gets the win over Ivy Nile, which I felt uh, weird. Over Stratton? Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Sorry, yeah. that's what I meant. Yeah, uh, kind of weird. I mean, you don't really don't really know which of the two they're pushing more, but uh, I thought the match itself was probably the best of either of them okay. have had in NXT 2.0 so far. Well, that's hey, I, I guess that that's an improvement, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's what they're here to do. Uh, but one man who's done it all here in NXT, uh, Tommaso Ciampa, just cuts a promo about stand and deliver. This is it. This is his final bout here in NXT. And to signify that, he stands up after, turns around the chair that he's been sitting on, revealing the date, September 9, 2015 to April 2nd, 2022. So this is it. The swan song. This is the last ride just like we, <laughs> that's it. Just like we thought uh, the last ride. We thought it happened a little while ago, but I guess not. And now we're back here. Yeah, better to end it on a bigger stage. Mm-hmm. So have the proper send off. Yeah. Uh, then we got Briggs and Jensen taking on Legato del Fantasma, and uh, this match was actually uh, pretty good. I thought Legato got the crowd hot. You know, they were pulling off some cool moves. Uh, at one point, he did like a like a Cirque du Soleil, stretching his body horizontally off the pole, dropping down into a splash. Just some good core strength there. But 
Uh, yeah, no, I thought this was the best Legato's looked in a while, but uh, Briggs and Jensen eventually fight back and hit the high-low. Page out of Red Dragon's book there to get the win. <laughs> well, yeah, steal, stealing a little something from them, why don't you? Yeah, but uh, they took it from someone else anyways. So. Yeah, I'm sure they it's did. All, it's wrestling. It's wrestling. Uh, Toxic Attraction come out, cut a promo about Stand and Deliver, and Mandy Rose got to defend her title in the Fatal 4-Way now, so she just insults all her opponents. Uh, and then... Uh, yeah, they start talking about Dakota and Wendy, and they throw down the bag of Wendy's stuff. So, must have been them that attacked her. So this causes uh, Dakota Kai to run out, uh, fight them, but it's three on one. So, she's getting beaten down until Raquel Gonzalez, former partner, former best friend, runs out, makes a save. Uh, they just kind of clear the ring, and hug, and uh, just like that, they're getting a tag title shot this weekend. Well, this weekend they better. So uh, for those for those team keeping track at home, uh, toxic attraction, uh, three title defenses in five months. For those of you uh, keeping uh, keeping sc- between all three of them, or uh, sorry, sorry, I meant like the tag team. So Gigi Dolan and JC Jane. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah, hasn't like, been the most active. And they talk um, a big game. They talk as if they have taken down <laughs> the best performers on the planet. Um, yet that is not yeah. the case. However, far and away, Toxic yeah. Attraction <laughs> have held this belt for longer than anybody. By a few months. Yeah. Yeah. Bizarre. Yeah, the division. I mean, we just had that Dusty Cup, so hopefully that'll... Hopefully some of those teams from the Dusty Cup can get things going a little bit. But, uh, yeah, there's certainly no uh, Young Bucks title reign going on here No, for the Toxic Attraction. No. But, uh, hey, hopefully they can put on a good match this weekend. Hopefully. What's then next? we have Von Wagner taking on Bodie Hayward. Uh, Andre Chase's buddy there. and you also had Jack at time doing Japanese commentary from their own little mini announce table. It's kind of weird, and mm-hmm. very weird. It was uh, weird. Yeah, I think the only reason they were there was because in the middle of the match, some blonde woman just shows up, and they start freaking out, like, "Oh, who's that?" I don't know. Some uh, blonde woman. They another call, blonde woman. They called her go. Sophia Cromwell. Oh, there you go. I didn't catch that. Yeah. So, Sophia, new wrestler, uh, back in the ring. Wagner just dominates, hits his finisher, gets the win. Yeah, e- easy stuff. Easy stuff for Von Wagner. He's cooled off since his Kyle O'Reilly stint, but uh, probably to be yeah. expected. Yeah, yeah, because he's, he's, uh, he's not that hot to begin with. And when you're paired with Robert Stone, things never really go that well. And <laughs> they never have for anybody, so... Uh, Joe Gacy takes on Draco Anthony and uh, Draco Draco I can't remember he gets a few moves in but Gacy hits him with a big clothesline and gets the win yep that was yeah that's an easy one Uh, that's an easy one to go down there right Harland Harland's always ringside (laughs) yeah he's there never got that Brian Kendrick match never will and he probably never will yeah 
then we got Nikita Lyons taking on Sloane Jacobs. And this crowd is actually chanting for Nikita. They like her. And, uh, yeah, she just dominates the match, hits her little split leg drop, gets the easy win. Easy. Easy! Don't like, still don't like the, uh, in-ring attire, but, uh, we're working on that. You can't, Rome wasn't built in a day. <laughs> nah, yeah. But, uh, let's go to this main event, triple threat match. Roderick Strong, Cameron Grimes, A-Kid. Uh, this is the second chance, final opportunity to get a spot in that North American title ladder match. So, uh, yeah, good fast-paced match here, you know, uh, throughout the match. I think all the other guys in the ladder, the ladder match come out to kind of watch at ringside and, uh, they get treated to a nice main event. Uh, crowds chanting, this is awesome. Roddy takes out the egg hit and then Grimes comes flying in with the cave in, gets the win. So he's going to the ladder match. So it's still hope. I'm cheering for Grimey. He took that last. Uh, he took that last spot, in which was yeah. I mean, you see these names on the card. Of course, it's the main event. Of course, this is going to be the best matchup on this week's edition of NXT. Of course. Yeah. And yeah, afterwards they just everyone talked trash. They got a big brawl, and that's how you ended the show. Great way. To end this week's episode of NXT, uh, so why don't we just kind of like move right over to uh, their pay-per-view? Because at the crack of dawn, get that pot of coffee brewing, maybe a bagel and some peanut butter. Um, <laughs> you know, the, the morning dew it covers the, the plains of Texas as professional wrestling kicks off at the American Airlines Center, home of the Dallas Mavericks. And the Dallas Stars. Okay. This, so this is it's, a, it's a big, fairly big arena. Then. It's That's not like 000. a half-size kind of uh, Rico Coliseum type of thing. This is this is the big times for a yeah. lot of these uh, cool. for a lot of these performers, right? Big deal. Oh, for yeah, half the people on the card, this will be the biggest crowd they've ever been in front of. I'm sure. With the exception oh. of uh, two of them, <laughs> I, I would maybe say <laughs> maybe Probably, three. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, so maybe what's first, <laughs> maybe like ninety percent. Yeah, well, what better way to kick off of uh, a big pay per view? The first, uh, by the way, NXT's first pay per view outside of um, Orlando, Florida, since March 2020. So big deal. There you go. Let's kick off the show with our uh, with our fatal five way ladder match for that North American Championship. So Carmelo Hayes, he's defending, taking on Santos Escobar, Solo Sokoa, Grayson Waller, and Cameron Grimes. Uh, I think the biggest thing are, is th is this where we see a title change? Uh, yeah. I mean, I think so. Well, but I mean, I can't guarantee it. Carmelo Hayes is having a good run, and he could keep going. But uh, looking at the other names, I mean, Grayson Waller's been getting pushed pretty well. Uh, I mean, Cameron Grimes would be my pick if I'm booking it. I always have my heart on Grimey, so. Mm -hmm. I'm, uh, I'm, hoping yeah. I'm hoping to see uh, some action out of Santos Escobar. feel like every single time I give him a chance and every single time I get burned. So uh, <laughs> I think I'm just going to give him one more chance, but uh, I'm going to prepare to be underwhelmed. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, but at the end of the day, yeah, it's a ladder match, so should be a lot of fun. 
Yeah. Should be a lot of fun either way. Let's give ourselves another match here. Um, uh, big singles match here on the card. LA Knight taking on Gunther. Uh, both men seemingly destined for the main roster. Yeah. And, uh, you know, both men are guys that the crowd really likes at the moment. So it should be uh, just a fun match. Good atmosphere. Lots of chops. There's going to be some red bloody chest meat. At the end of this thing, it's going to be hard to see uh, Gunther losing, though. I think two, uh, he hasn't lost another singles, or you know, he lost his UK championship, and then we didn't see him for a little bit. So I feel like that's two losses and two close together. Yeah, I think Gunther gets the win here, and uh, yeah, if he's not moving to the main roster, he's next in line for an NXT title shot. I would think he would have to be. Yeah, he would yeah. certainly have to be. Um, what's next here? Let's give ourselves some, uh, let's give ourselves some triple threat tag action, of course, for that NXT Tag Team Championship. Imperium, the champions, they're taking on the Creed Brothers and MSK. Um, I'm most excited to see the crowd reaction to MSK. Will they be cheered? Will they be booed? <laughs> because this is not the controlled environment of the CWC. If I was there, I'd be booing the shit out of those guys. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Yeah, uh, I think they'll probably get a mixed reaction, uh, but probably the most boos of the three teams. I think the Creed Brothers will get fairly good reaction. Hopefully. Uh, yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, and I think they're going to end up walking out with the titles, these uh, these Brothers Creed. Hmm. Yeah, they've, they've been performing super well lately. I think they're over. Why the hell not? Yeah, so that's what I see happening. Okay. Okay, what about our NXT Women's Champion, Fatal 4-Way, Mandy Rose, our champion, taking on Cora Jade, Io Shirai, and Kaylee Ray. Uh, is it too early to uh, give the gold over to Cora Jade? She seems to be the next in line. Uh, yeah, she definitely seems like she's uh, destined for it. Mm. I mean, maybe too early, Yeah. but... Um, I mean, but also, I think putting it back on like Io Shirai would probably be not would probably be a step backwards. I mean, Io doesn't need it; she's already done too much, uh, or I mean, done plenty in NXT. Yeah, she's done it all. We're already we're still surprised she hasn't made her way over to the main roster yet. Yeah, I could see Kaylee Ray with a surprise victory as well, or I could see Mandy Rose defending. So I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. If, do they want to? Do they want to keep Toxic Attraction as this dominant thing going, or are they ready to do the title switch? I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, exciting though. Kaylee Ray would be the excited one. Uh, yeah. Either know. way, I think that they'll they'll put on a good show. They'll have some fun stuff. You know, Cora Jade. She'll jump off something. She'll do a maybe someone fall through a table or something. Who knows? Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's get on to another match here, uh, shall we? We got uh, Tommaso Ciampa taking on Tony D'Angelo. The uh, NXT retirement match. He's got to go out on top, right? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Some say you go out on your back. Uh, but, I mean, for Tony D'Angelo, a hard-fought loss can be just as good against a guy like Tommaso Ciampa. And see, so. that's the thing. For me, if it was Ciampa and Grayson Waller, my money would be 100% behind Grayson Waller, just the way he's being built up as this <laughs> heel. But circumstances being different, I think Champas gets the win. He gets a nice uh, thank you, you deserve it, big crowd. It's going to be a nice moment either way. 
Yeah. Well, I personally, I prefer Tony D'Angelo to Grayson Waller. Okay. So, I think Tony D'Angelo gets the big win, but uh, Chavampa still gets the big happy send-off with the crowd after. As long as he gets a happy send-off, that's all we care about. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Champa. Uh, thank you, Champa. Um, what about uh, the freshest match on the card there? That NXT Women's Tag Team Championship, Toxic Attraction, taking on Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai. Raquel Gonzalez, four. She has forty-two different partners in competition for these championships. It doesn't feel like she's going to win it because she didn't with yeah. Cora Jade. She's not gonna with Dakota Kai. I don't. You know what I'm saying? She just doesn't uh, instill like confidence that she's gonna win. Yeah, I don't think that they'll win. Uh, and this was the last match, just kind of added there at the last minute. So, uh, yeah, I think Toxic Attraction will keep it. Okay, which does give us, uh, which just brings over to our main event. For our NXT Championship, one that was not touched on the entire Go Home show. Um, but, of course, we have Dolph Ziggler. He's our NXT Champion. He's taking on Braun Breaker. Uh, Braun looking to get his championship back, and we got to think that he does, right? I think so. Uh, you know, give him his big crowning moment in front of 18,000 or however many will be there. Yep. A uh, bunch of dogs barking in the background. Maybe his father and uncle, all the famers sitting in the front row. They'll be there. They'll be there. Yeah. So, I mean, everything's lined up for the nice big title win. And they already know that the crowd's bought into Braun Breaker. They like him. So, yeah, why not? Go with it. Why the hell not? It'll be a great show, though. And definitely, it's going to be over in time. You can grab a bite to eat, maybe, you know, walk outside a bit, stretch those legs before night one of WrestleMania. That's right. Uh, book the card for us there, Bob. Let's go. Let's hear it. Night one. We are going to kick off with a hot match. I mean. Ah, okay. Yeah. I guess I'm trying to book it. Am I booking it the way I want it or the way that Vince is going to book just, it? I don't know. Just shout out the matches. I'll just book it. <laughs> All right. So we're starting off with the hottest match that I think will be the hottest match of the night. Becky Lynch defending the woman's title against Bianca Belair. We've been building to it since SummerSlam. You know, main event Bianca last year. Becky Lynch main evented a couple years before that. My two, two of the top women wrestlers in the world. Uh, yeah. Great match. It's going to be awesome. Let Belair win her title back, have the big crowning moment. Yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah, that's it. I think, uh, you know, coming out of May, come, or when she lost that title at SummerSlam, it was so unceremonious, but it's been building to this. This has been definitely, but for me, between the two uh, women's championships, this has been the preferred build leading up here between this one yeah. and then Charlotte Ronda. I've definitely preferred this. Yeah. No, definitely. I thought uh, that whole hair thing, the scissors, that was the biggest go-home angle for me of anything. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, can't wait for this match. Yeah. It's gonna Probably be my most anticipated my most anticipated in-ring match for the whole weekend, I'd say. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, after that, we got Rey Mysterio, Dominic Mysterio taking on The Miz, Logan Paul. Uh, your first of a few celebrity matches here. Um. Yeah, I'm sure everyone's gonna boo Logan Paul. 
Uh, he got booed last year, so probably. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this one could go really either way. It doesn't really matter who wins at the end of the day. This is just one of your kind of spectacle matches. So. Yeah, N- yeah, N- nothing really at stake. Too many celebrity matches this year, if you were to ask me, but uh, you didn't, so... <laughs> So let's just move on uh, to maybe the most unnecessary match of the entire WrestleMania. Drew McIntyre taking on Happy Corbin with Madcap Moss hanging around. Uh, Yeah, the feud's been going on months and months. And uh, to me, it's not a WrestleMania feud, not a WrestleMania match. But, I mean, both these guys, they want to be on the card. So it's better than nothing in their case. Well, not only that, we need Drew on the card because Drew's coming back, baby. Uh, so we need I mean, we need him on the card uh, for that purpose. Yeah. Uh, after that, we've got the New Day taking on Sheamus and Ridge Holland with Butch in their corner. Uh, so Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston. Who knows? Maybe even, I mean, could Big E obviously not get physical, but... He could make an appearance in the crowd, get a big standing ovation. He could he could come out ringside, I'm sure. He was, he's been posting videos. Yeah. He's he's walking around his neighborhood. He's uh he's doing well, all things considered. Yeah. Even just an appearance would get a huge reaction, I huge think. Huge reaction, I think. Cuz yeah, everyone's obviously rooting for him in his recovery here. And uh yeah, let the new day have the win. Give the crowd a feel good moment. Why not? Why not? Uh, after that, we've got Seth freaking Rollins taking on to be announced Mr. McMahon's handpicked opponent. Uh, we've already speculated the big, I mean, Cody Rhodes is the name. We're all, if it's not him at this point, that would be the big surprise of all things. Like so. that would be the, that, that would be one of the biggest swerves in me, recent memory. If Seth Rollins is standing in the middle of the ring and then all we hear is, here comes the money, here comes the money. <laughs> yeah. Like that would be, that would be, that would be huge. Be bad. Oh, well, it'd be but bad. It'd bad, be bad, bad, but like, I'd be like, <laughs> thanks for not doing the thing. You know, it'd, I'd be very appreciative. Uh, yeah. For them doing that, but uh, yeah, it's it, it, at this point. I think all signs are pointing to uh, Cody Rhodes. He's gonna get that huge pop right off the bat, um, and then the coming weeks will tell exactly uh, how the rest of it goes down. Yeah, but uh, I think it's Cody, and I think he gets the win here to establish himself. Because oh, well, I mean, getting the loss would they be could easily make him lose, but that would be stupid. It'd <laughs> be terrible. That would just be too petty, too petty of a thing to do. Yeah. But let's go. SmackDown Tag Team Championships on the line. The nearing 300-day reign of the Usos uh, defending against Shinsuke Nakamura, Rick Boogs. I'm sure Boogs will have a nice big guitar entrance. Maybe they'll have some extra pyro stage Hopefully, work yeah. Yeah, I want to see that. Yeah big rock star entrance so that could be a lot of fun uh maybe even have a band for him drums bass well, that'd knows? be cool that'd be cool <laughs> uh yeah but do they switch the titles here i'm not sure i kind of feel like I think the crowd would be happy yeah the crowd i, I kind of feel like they will because they the crowd likes boogs and like we've said before, yeah. you know, I mean, I mean, the Usos, we all 
Yeah, you were saying? Yeah. No, the USOs, they can just easily win them back at any time. So it doesn't That's the thing. They, 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 do that. they used to do that anyways. You know, that was a normal Monday night for them, was just winning the <laughs> titles back. Yeah. Yeah. So that's your tag title match. After that, you got Charlotte Flair defending her SmackDown Women's title against the Royal Rumble winner, Ronda Rousey. Uh, it's, it's booked as a regular match, but... Uh, we've all been talking about it, like it's going to be a submission match, but they still got time on SmackDown, I guess, to change the stiff. But yeah, not enough stips going on here at Mania. I think we said that last Mania, also. <laughs> yeah, but regardless of the stip, I think at the end of the match, Charlotte Flair taps out to Ronda Rousey, and we have a new women's champion. Okay. Yeah. That's what is your award? Yeah, that that's where I see that going to. I can, I think I see both women's. Uh, you know what? I, it's it's funny when I say that when I say both women's titles changing hands. I don't know. Does lightning strike twice? I because see, I, <laughs> if I could pick, I mean, if I if I were, yeah. if I were to pick a likelihood, which you know, like or how uh, how confident I am, I am ninety nine percent confident Bianca Belair is winning this weekend. I'm not as confident that Ronda Rousey's winning this weekend. It's just I'm just not as confident. Still confident, just not. Yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm, as confident, but I'm still. <laughs> yeah, you're still thinking it's going to happen. I'm above fifty. Okay. I'm above fifty. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but like we said, or like I said, that is not the main event for this show, as of right now. And is it everything that's been booked? The show is going to close out with Kevin Owens. Hosting some sort of segment with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh, it's going to get physical. There's no doubt about that. Is there going to be a referee? Is there going to be a bell rung? Is there going to be a pin? I don't know. But, uh, yeah, we're going to get some catchphrases. We're going to get some stunners. We're going to get some beer. I think that much is guaranteed. Yeah, we're definitely, someone's definitely getting beer sh- thrown to them. I hope it's, uh, fuck, what's his name? Herb something um <laughs> uh and yeah whether or not it leads to a match the next night whether or not it gets physical whether or not both these guys just go like hey respect um <laughs> i don't think <laughs> it's gonna be a pop imagine it's just a handshake and then they leave yeah imagine that <laughs> yeah no what i think i think this is gonna be uh I mean, obviously not the biggest wrestling. I think this is going to be the biggest crowd reaction of the entire weekend. Uh, It's going to be this segment here. Because they're in Texas. It's stone cold. Hasn't been on WrestleMania in so however long. And and however long, exactly. Mm -hmm. So I think that's how they end the show. Uh, Steve Austin is drinking a bunch of beer, celebrating with the fans. (laughs) With a bunch of fans. He's in the crowd. Drinking beer. Yeah, well, not drinking with the fans. Oh, okay. Just, you know, fans are drinking, he's drinking, they're all celebrating. <laughs> not the hangman's page style where he drinks with, literally drinking the fans' beers. <laughs> yeah, just goes in the crowd, steals everyone's beer, doesn't give them their money back. <laughs> but that was night one of the most stupendous WrestleMania ever, if I think they're calling it. Do you want to give us night two? You got it open. Why not? It's right here in front of me. Let's kick off the show with a triple threat tag match for the Raw tag titles. 
RK Bro, Street Profits, and Alpha Academy, who were nowhere to be seen on this go home week. Yeah, a couple things were not seen on the go home week. That's true. Uh, yeah, this match, I mean, all three of these guys have been champs. It's either RK Bro retains and keeps going, or we're all, we gotta get that eventual breakup sooner or later. Yep, sooner or later. It's really so. hard to say. Um, I, I'd like to see him lose. But here, I'm going to give you one for this year. They're going to lose, but it's going to be Matt Riddle who's going to snap. Not Randy. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I, th- I, like I, I think uh, I'd love to see a, a, a mean, unhinged uh, Matt Riddle while Randy Orton is the, uh, the baby face of this little exchange. That could be very cool to see, definitely. Uh, I mean, Riddle's got that. He's a fighter. He's got it in him, so he can get vicious. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, but which team wins then? If they lose, who is it going to be? Alpha or Profits? Um, yeah, let's go back to the, uh, let's go back to the, uh, matter. Alpha Academy. <laughs> um, let's go. Yeah, let's go. they had a good thing going. They had there. a good, I mean, they had a Street Profits. They had a good thing going, and if Riddle and Randy Orton can break up, then... Street Profits can just keep it going with the Alpha Academy there. It's not necessarily needed. There you go. There you go. Uh, after that, we've got Bobby Lashley taking on Omos. Singles match here. And uh, I'm not sure. I mean, Bobby Lashley, he just came back. He's this fresh baby face now. But Omos, he's only been knocked down once in his whole career. So do they want him eating a pin here? I can't tell. I don't know what they want to do. Yeah, this one's going to be tough. Um, yeah, you know. It, I think you could have it. Like if Bobby Lashley picks up and slams Omos, but still loses the match, and then kind of both win, he'll still have the the Andre visual slamming Omos. Yeah, we still get our Andre <laughs> moment, and then yeah, that's one. That's one way. That's one way you could run it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, the match itself probably won't be anything too crazy. And Lashley, he'll be struggling to get him in the hurt lock, things like that. Yeah, <laughs> he's doing it above his head because <laughs> so he's big. so tall. <laughs> yeah. So uh, after that, we've got Johnny Knoxville taking on Sami Zayn. Anything goes match. So this is where, I mean, literally anything goes. We can get props. They can fight all around the arena. We, the jackass crew can show up. We, I was going to say Wee Man uh, could be under the, uh, under the ring just waiting. <laughs> yeah. What if uh, it'd be funny if Sami Zayn has like his own crew, like Hornswoggle to counter Wee Man. Oh yeah, and then he a fat guy to counter <laughs> Preston Lacey. <laughs> his own little crew. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this one, this will just be a silly match, but the crowd will be into it. Uh, I don't even know who wins. Sami Zayn's so selfless, he could put over Johnny Knoxville. But I mean, Johnny Knoxville doesn't work for WWE. Why should he win? So. Yeah, let, give Sami Zayn the win. Uh, give Sami Zayn the win, uh, just because Johnny Knoxville is already your babyface going over and all that kind of nonsense. Yeah, yeah. So Sami Zayn winning. Moving on. Uh, after that, we got Edge taking on AJ Styles. Should just be a good, just a good match. That's really all it'll be. That's all you need. Yeah. Why the hell not? No title. No step. Yeah, it's, and this is the one thing yeah, where you 15, you you don't need any any frills, any bells and whistles. Yeah, so they'll just go at it. Uh, 
And uh, yeah, I don't know who wins this one either. It could go either way. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's go. Let's go. AJ. Why the hell not? Yeah, he hasn't had a big win in a while. After that, fatal four-way for the women's tag titles. Queen Zelina, Carmella defending against Sasha and Naomi, Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan, and Natalia and Shayna Baszler. And I think it's pretty much a two-team race. Sasha, Naomi, or Rhea and Liv. One of those teams got to win. Yeah, one of those teams have to win. Uh, I'm I'm going to go Rhea Liv just because I want to see Liv Morgan uh, with some gold in their hands. Yeah, that's the one I'll lean towards as well. Uh, and, yeah, they're actually a good team, like we said. And they're a good team together, Rhea yeah. Debacle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there's your title change. That leaves us, uh, I guess, we second last match. We got Pat McAfee taking on Austin Theory. And uh, probably some Vince McMahon involvement. Uh, I don't know if he's being billed as uh, being in the corner or anything, but I could certainly see him coming out and getting involved in this match. Maybe if uh, Pat McAfee wins, we'll get a big, Pat, you're fired. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. That doesn't seem fair. I hope not. I hope not. (laughs) Since when is Vince fair? Well, never. Technically. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but either way, we know Pat McAfee takes this very seriously. He's going to pull off some cool stuff, and yeah, for those that haven't seen him wrestle, they'll be very surprised, I think. Yeah, yeah, I th- yeah, definitely looking forward to it. Definitely looking forward to this matchup. Just like, uh, I, I mean, it's the first time we've seen him in the ring, right, since Adam Cole, baby. Yeah, yeah. since that War Games classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, that leaves us. With the main event of night number two, the winner-takes-all match to unify the WWE Championship and Universal Championship. So, of course, Brock Lesnar taking on Roman Reigns. Title versus title. And this is what it's all been leading Uh, up for, folks. We've seen it before. This is the big moment. This is the big moment. This uh, This is being, what, three months in the making now? Ever since day one, at least. Well, it's been like... If not f- more further than that. Seven years in the well. making, this, this feud. <laughs> this is their third WrestleMania main event together, so... Wow. Uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, Roman Reigns has never be- beaten Lesnar at WrestleMania, so... Is this the night? Does the Tribal Chief continue his dominant reign here? What do you think? I think he might. I, th- I, I don't just think. I don't just think. Mike, I know. <laughs> I know Roman is walking away. You guarantee it. With a the spoiler. F- uh, that, oh yeah, that's that's not a, yeah, that's not a that's not a prediction. That's a spoiler. <laughs> Roman is walking away with a flowery lay over his neck, around his neck, and a belt on each <laughs> hand, motherfucker. With a with Paul Heyman doing his weird little prayer hands off in the corner, kind of behind him. <laughs> Uh, that's 100% yeah. the way this match is going to go down. It's the only way it can go down. He's too and good. just as he's about to leave the ring, if you smell. <laughs> well, yeah, why the fuck not, right? <laughs> like, if, 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 if you, if we, if you, can, if you smell, uh, that pretty much assures 
Roman's title reign is going to be 800 days. Like, it's pretty much, if, as soon, the, <laughs> you just need to hear that little sound clip. It doesn't matter what happens. That means, like, Roman's going to hold the belt for another 365 days until WrestleMania 39, where he goes over again <laughs> on The Rock. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, you cap night one with Steve Austin, you cap night two with The Rock. Uh, it's pretty big WrestleMania, the most stupendous WrestleMania. Yeah, you know, we're time. we're billing it to be this big fucking thing, it. exactly. So I don't know. It could just be that. That was a great. That was a great. Could run, be great rundown uh, of the card. Uh, so let's finish off um, things. Let's get into our uh, our bets for the weekend. Um, we have our little list of bets, <laughs> and we're gonna go over some of them, Mike. Uh, so just just so everyone knows, last year you won eight to four. So you are the, you <laughs> are the defending yes. WrestleMania champion. Uh, you are the defending Shoot Brothers World Champion yeah. here. Uh, <laughs> so let's get into our very first. And I mean, yeah. What are you gonna say? Yeah. Yeah, no, go ahead. No, I mean, the way the scoring works, that was wide open. We could even have a tie if it comes down. There to could it. even like be a tie, in, in, in right which now. case we need to go to some kind of tiebreaker. So uh, let's just get into our very first bet, um, the bet for the <laughs> longest entrance. Of course, that WrestleMania ramp is a long son of a bitch. Um, but also the fanfare associated with um, uh, the entrance um the presentation, or Mike, in this case, the return. Cody Rhodes is going to have the longest entrance of anyone. Seth Rollins <laughs> going to be sitting there in the middle of the fucking ring. As soon as those lights go down, and he's going to rise up through the middle of the ring, or th- sorry, through the middle of the ramp at the top that he does, um, like he always does. And you know how long it's going to take him, Mike? Cody Rhodes is going to have a two-and-a-half-minute entrance. Yeah. Okay. Well, two and a half minutes may sound like a long time to you, but uh, I, I've i been timing this one guy. When he comes out every week on SmackDown, he's consistently taking regular TV entrances that are almost two and a half minutes. So I think the longest entrance is going to be Roman Reigns taking his very slow walk down the ramp to the ring. Uh... Over four minutes it's going to take him, I'm saying. Wow, four minutes. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, Roman, he does take a long time. That that little, like, graphic, that's that, like, computer-generated graphic, I mean, even that thing is there for a minute. <laughs> yeah, like, he's he's slower than The Undertaker when he's walking out lately. It's, so He's breathing it all in. Okay, there we go. Next up, we have the most likely to return. Mike, who do you got for this one? Well, we've already talked about it a lot. Uh, I'm just going to say Cody Rhodes. I mean, do you count that as a return? Yeah, I do count it as a return. coming back to WWE. I do count it as a return, (laughs) unfortunately. uh, You and I are sharing an answer for this one just because I feel like it's too obvious. Yeah, you got to go with the easy points. It's not weighted betting here. You know, you could throw in a Bailey or an Oscar, but Cody Rhodes is the easy money. Yeah, easy money. Uh, next up, we have most <laughs> likely to debut, a category which went un 
answered last year. Uh, so maybe if it goes unanswered again this year, uh, <laughs> we'll have to uh, – because I think last year we were kind of anticipating some kind of <laughs> Andre the Giant type of thing, you know, or some type of run-in. I don't know. Uh, the, the, the category might be a wash. Because looking at the card this year, you're thinking, how the fuck is uh-huh. how the fuck is somebody gonna fit into this? Uh, how is someone going? <laughs> I to I mean, debut? I just picked a name because I felt like I had to, but yeah, well, I also feel like it. Yeah, it, 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 well, it, who knows? I mean, I'll just give you my name anyways. Gable Stevenson. Fuck, that's what I've been drafted to Raw. You know, the Olympian. <laughs> well, there you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It could happen because I feel like he actually could be there and shoot an angle you know punch someone out or it could happen to hype he was drafted he was drafted at this year's uh i forget what show raw or smackdown but so he's officially on one of the rosters so uh yeah okay i go with him <laughs> yeah mike me too same thing i was just he was like the only dude where i'm like you the only person that i can think who would kind of you know debut even like celebrity appearances do kind of count in the debut little section you know but uh, still the only the only person i could kind of think that would even uh come into there next up we have the total runtime for both nights mike the category famously you were 59 seconds off of (laughs) really setting the precedent now last year's show was five minutes under seven hours six hours and 55 minutes um i think we're going to be a little bit less time together for both shows uh for me mike uh my total time is coming out at six hours and 35 minutes Oh my goodness! Damn it! <laughs> that is the exact same no time way. that I wrote. Down. Oh my lord! <laughs> Believe it. I but I, I even separated them by night one and night two. If you want to have a tiebreaker here. Okay. Um. Yeah. That that would that that would be a good tiebreaker. That's a good point. That's a good point. Uh. But I mean, that's yeah. So I'm gonna six hours and thirty five minutes is exactly what I. Yeah. Said. So I'm gonna have night one is going to be three for me. I'm picking night one is gonna be three ten. And night two is going to be three twenty-five. <laughs> That's so funny because I put three eleven <laughs> and three twenty-four. That's different. Different two. enough. So, different enough. Very close. Yeah. No. But very close. Three eleven and very funny three twenty-four. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> okay. Pre-planned. That's how you know that was a shoot. Yeah. Same time to the minute. Can you believe it? Wow! I, I, uh, and if we who knows? This one right, it'll be the most. And that one could come down to the tiebreaker, honestly. Yeah, and so I factored in too. Last year we had the rain delay at the beginning of WrestleMania. That added like an extra twenty, yep, some odd minutes here. So you take that away, you get six thirty-five. That's what we're at. Of course, who could forget Samoa <laughs> Joe and a poncho? <laughs> that was great. Samoa Poncho. Next up, Mike, here we have the longest match of the night. Uh, and longest, longest, uh, lo- like what the match is and the time that it will be for. Uh, so, what do you have on this one? For the match itself, I'm going to go with the uh, night two main event Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns. And for the time of the match, I'm going to say 21 minutes, 49 seconds. Okay. Okay. I'm glad we finally disagreed on one of these uh, betting categories (laughs) for once because I'm actually going a different way with it. I'm going um, a match that has nothing on the line but with 
two of the guys in the company who I know, how we know, can put on, uh, can, can, can take up that time if they need to. I think Edge and AJ are going to have the longest match uh, between the two nights, and I'm clocking them in at 23 minutes and 30 seconds. Yeah, I could definitely see them being one of the ones. I mean, Edge definitely likes to have his long matches. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, could definitely see that. Which then, of course, if we have a longest match, that means we have to have a shortest match. Mike, what you got? <laughs> uh, I'll go with Omos and Bobby Lashley. Uh, just because it doesn't need to be that long. You can have your big slam. and Yeah, I mean, Omos is still fairly limited in what he can do. They still want to protect him i guess so yeah shortest match do i need to give a time for this one as well yeah give me a time for this one if you got it uh three minutes 40 seconds 340 now damn that is a quick match uh mike i was going the other way i'm going uh drew mcintyre taking on happy corbin i'm giving him a little bit more time though i'm giving him 620 of course we both think we both think drew's gonna go over on that one but why the hell not now, uh, this next one, a little bit tricky here. <laughs> Again, similar to the most likely debut. Who knows if it's going to happen? Now, last year when we had initially given the, 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 the category of amount of 24-7 title changes, this was in the prime of the 24-7 title. But there was zero last year. Again, <laughs> we do- uh, so this might be a category that we erase come WrestleMania 39. Mike, how many twenty four? I mean, you can you can pick zero as an option. You can and be right. You can pick zero and be right, <laughs> or you can uh, uh, you know um, go for the gold. Put it all on black, Mike. There's going to be three twenty four seven title changes. You say three. I say five. Okay. Um, I think we're going to have between Dana to Tamina to Tazawa to Reggie to Truth back to Dana. Titles. Well, this whole wedding thing is really kind of creating the perfect uh, storm for... Uh, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Because I think Truth is going to be the officiant of the wedding, and he's going to aff- get a title ring. The officiant. <laughs> Next up here, yeah. we have who will jump, fall, or be pushed off of the tallest thing. Now, so who, who, who will be traveling from the highest point to the lowest point, whether it's Shane McMahon <laughs> jumping off a cell, whether it's Shane McMahon being pushed off of a big truss piece of truss, it doesn't matter. It was still him, no matter no matter what the action was being performed, Mike. So, uh, yep. what you got for this one? Well, I mean, the match set up the most for it would be the Anything Goes match with uh, Sammy and Johnny Knoxville. So. It's got to be one of them, but if I have to pick the two, I'll say Sami Zayn because he's the wrestler. I mean, obviously, they can set up crash pads and stuff for Johnny to fall, but I think Sami will take a big fall. Uh, Yeah, don't know what or where, but he'll take a big fall. Well, Mike, you went with the professional wrestler, and I'm going with the professional stuntman. That's right. Johnny Knoxville is going to (laughs) fall, jump, or be pushed off of the tallest thing, and it's going to get a huge reaction here. Uh, Next category we have is our most likely submission victory. Uh, Now, this is one that um, you're kind of picking two things, right? You're picking... You know, or rather, you're you know, kind of, you're not just picking the match; you're picking the person who you think will win that match. 
I think the submission victory yep. is going to be happening in the Charlotte Flair Ronda Rousey match when oh boy four turns to eight baby Charlotte Flair wrenches up that back Ronda Rousey's <laughs> gonna tap out to the figure eight Charlotte Flair is walking away with uh, this particular category oh boy not in my books because uh, I'm going on the other side of the coin Ronda Rousey Tapping out Charlotte Flair. Yeah. Breaking that arm in two and throwing it into the crowd. <laughs> Ripping it off, <laughs> throwing it in. Love seeing it. That's what um, she says. Next up we have is the total number of title changes. Now, this is 24-7 title excluded. Yeah, we don't want to. That's that, that, to potentially about. too many. Um, yeah. Well, I'll just say right off the bat, smart money should tell you you're guaranteed at least one title change between the WWE yes, and the I, Universal. Yes, I, sh I should say that does count. So. That does count as a change, I should say. Yeah, yeah. So I just want to clarify that because I'm counting that in my book, plus Bianca Belair, Boogs and Nakamura, Ronda Rousey, Liv and Rhea Ripley, that equals five title changes that I'm going with. Five total, eh? Okay, yeah. okay. Five busy total. <laughs> busy busy week, uh, busy weekend for everyone. Um, well, Mike. <laughs> One sec. I wrote down my number, and now I'm having to write down the matches and just want to make sure I'm not missing anything. Uh, yeah. Wait, I thought I had... I feel like I'm... No, fuck. I'm missing one here. Because my number is not lining up with what I think is going to happen. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, oh, well, no. we're just going to no, we're just going to go with it. I guess we're going go with, with. We're, go, we're going with what I've written here. We're going. Oh, that's what I'm forgetting. Right. We're going four. I have four titles changing hands okay. this weekend, although the tiebreaker does not count, you know, for what they are specifically. Of course, that women's tag, that no, raw women's that tag. The WWE doesn't matter the number. <laughs> doesn't matter. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna finish it then. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, oh, now this unfortunately has become a defunct category from previous years. Uh, last year, how many swings will Cesaro hit? It's not applicable. It's a not applicable question this zero. year. Zero. Zero. Well, zero. If you're a bet, if you're, I mean. I mean <laughs> I mean, if Vegas will give you odds, I think there's a chance Vegas Cesaro could show up. Vegas gives you odds. There's a chance he could show up. He's a free up. agent. Free agent. I also saw you trademarked yeah. like free his agent. name for coffee or something like that. I don't know. Um, but something that really counts. <laughs> we're talking most pyro. I'm coming into this one um, with the man uh, who who uh, demanded the pyro in AEW, so he's surely going to demand the pyro over here with a big budget. Cody Rhodes. <laughs> yeah, he'll definitely get a big display, I think. Very big. But I think even bigger than that will be at the end of night two when the unified champion celebrates his victory and the show closes with a bunch of fireworks. Roman Reigns getting the most pyro to celebrate his win yeah this the celebratory win of course when that's also the point where the, like the fireworks guy is back there going like just use the rest of them uh you know they're kind of like probably <laughs> probably saving them for the rest of the show and then eventually just fucking use the rest uh okay yeah. next up most cheered 
Um, not necessarily biggest pop. Most you know, cheered. who's going to get cheered you. the most? You are in Texas, so I'm going with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Biggest pop of the night, maybe even of the year coming out. And I hated Stone Cold as a kid, so don't get me wrong. I'm not, I mean, I'm excited for it, but I think that these fans are going to lose their minds for Stone Cold. Yeah, if you live in Texas, you probably have not much to live for. Uh, so having Stone Cold come <laughs> having having a 62-year-old man come back for a wrestling show. I really hope he's wearing the ex- like like you know the the jean shorts, the knee braces, the shirt. I hope it I hope he's the wearing vest, the leather vest. Exactly. I want him to be wearing the same shit, right? You know, not like uh you know, sometimes a superstar yeah. will come back years later. Like remember the pop when Sting took off the t-shirt to reveal like the singlet, <laughs> the like remember t-shirt. that pop? Like that was huge. We're all like, because yeah. we we're all we all, we're also understanding. We're like, yeah, man, you're sixty. Wear a shirt. We don't care. We're just happy you're here. And then he popped <laughs> the shirt off, and everyone's just like, yeah, yeah. One of those type of moments. Who knows? Maybe Stone Cold will come wearing, you know, a non-traditional Stone Cold Steve a Austin sweater. garb, exactly, and then pops off the sweater, and he's got that vest on, and everyone's just ah. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, that that one's unanimous. He's going to get the biggest pop of the night uh, for sure. So, Mike, as we moved on to a most booed, I think it could only say for every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. Kevin Owens. <laughs> They're going to be raining down on him. If he steps in the <laughs> ring with the KO show for a second, it's going to be fucking Seattle Super Hot Sonics all over again. Or uh, it's going to be uh, it's going to be uh, Kevin Owens yeah. has faced some tremendous booze in his life. And this this may top this may top him. It may. But at the end of the day, I feel like the crowd they're you know, they don't necessarily hate Owens. They just love Austin so much. But I think the most hated man at all of WrestleMania weekend will be Logan Paul. Mm. When he comes out, he will get nothing but booze. No positive reaction whatsoever. Just pure hatred. And, yeah, most booed. Logan Paul. Yeah, I think he's uh, from Ohio, so no one gives a shit about him down there. Uh, so so uh, <laughs> yeah, we only have exactly. a couple more categories to go here. Mike, this one, we have the sleeper hit match of the night. Uh, we have 14 matches on the card thus far, and one of them is going to be a lot. At least one of them has to be better than what we think will happen. Yeah, I think so. I mean, uh, you know, everyone on the card pretty much is talented performers, so any match can exceed expectations. Of course. Uh, but I'll go with the Fatal 4-Way Fatal Four-way Women's Tag Title Match. You know, you got a lot of talented women in the ring, and They'll work hard. The crowd will be hot. I think it was last year you had the crowd chanting for Tamina, for God's sakes, in the tag title match. So It was a crazy WrestleMania last year. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that's Fatal my sleeper hit. women's tag. Uh, my sleeper hit. Um, I'm going with a s- kind of similar thing. Um, uh, some, something sleeper is something I don't expect. Something I haven't seen in a long time. Um, I'm going straight to this Pat McAfee-Austin Theory match. We know what Pat McAfee's capable of. We saw it, what, a year and a half ago now. And the way that it was built, the great promo that came of it, I don't know, expectations aren't that high, and I think they will be shattered. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I definitely think it'll be 
a good performance. So, which brings our final category here: Who will bleed? <laughs> Always a fun one. Uh, who will bleed? <laughs> so for this one, I am going straight. Uh, yeah, I, kinda, I was kind of looking up and down the card. Nothing really stood out for me. Um, so I just had to go straight to Roman Reigns. I think wait, we know when Brock Lesnar takes off yeah. those gloves. I mean, that's... shit means shit's on when he takes off those uh, UFC gloves of his. Roman's gonna put it all out there on the line. He's already bled once at Mania. Why not do it again? Yeah, and just a few weeks ago, Roman made Brock bleed at Madison Square Garden. So I think he gets his revenge, and I agree. Roman Reigns will be the one to bleeding. I mean, they'll both bleed probably, but if we have to pick one, Roman Reigns. Roman's going to bleed, and there are all the bets. The bets are in. The official results pending until Sunday night. Uh, I really can't wait. WrestleMania really is one of the greatest shows of the year, and um, it's always such a great time. It really is. Yeah, going to be a fun weekend. Uh, Yeah, always fun. And that's all the time. That's all the time we have for the show this week, an extra long one as we get through our WrestleMania weekend. Uh, But be sure to tune in next week because we have the entire recap of all the craziness. Veer Mahan is coming. (laughs) <laughs> Allegedly. A lot of we'll see. <laughs> that's who's taking on. That's who's coming on uh, to take on Seth Rollins. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, the show is all <laughs> over the internet. Rave you likes and subscribe, and um, uh, it's gonna be a good one. What? What about wrestler of the week? Totally forgot the wrestler, wrestler of, the, of week. the week. It's the wrestler of the week of the week. Wrestler of the week of the week. Of the week, the wrestler of the week, of the week, of the week, the wrestler of the week, of the week, of the week, the wrestler of the week. Yeah, just in case you forgot. I did forget. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, yeah, we mentioned him briefly on the show there earlier on. Uh, I'm just going to give it to him now because he may never get a chance at it again. Triple H, great career. Uh, it's over now. Almost lost his life, but he pulled through. And, uh, you know, one of those guys, I hated him growing up, kayfabe, but I recognize the talent and everything he did, putting NXT on the map. So, Triple H. Triple H, well, yeah, we'll go unanimous on this one for you, Hunter. We're thankful for everything. Uh, well, I'm so glad we got to see that last Mania match against Batista just a couple years ago. That one was a lot of fun. He uh, he led us through the Kovatude era. I think his last match, I guess, officially would have been against Randy Orton, I believe. Um, yeah, was- yeah. He's done he's done so much for the sport in general, and it's always cool to see uh, wrestlers on a show like Stephen A. Smith, kind of adding some legitimacy to it all. You know? Yeah, just being very open, very open and honest about. Real life shit. Yeah, very much so. Very much so. And that was all the time. Thanks for sneaking that one in. Uh, Everyone have a great WrestleMania weekend. Really can't wait. We'll be back next week to catch up on all the action. And uh, Mike, you take care of yourself. Oh, yeah. We'll see you in the parking lot of WrestleMania. Ah! Ah! (laughs) Ah!